What is up, y'all, and welcome to the NXS Cast, a show where we talk all things gaming in excess. I'm one of your hosts, Daniel Dash, and it's episode 45, and it's our season finale. And because it's our season finale, we're going to talk about all our favorite things. That's God of War, that's mm, Final mm. Fantasy, that's a Miyazaki, that's From Software, and much, much more. Joining me, as always, is the Jaguar King himself, Jeremy Rain. Jeremy! I don't have the little thing. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm trying to like go in and out of the the mic right now because there's a there's a garbage truck. They've been collecting mm-hmm. all day. I don't know how much garbage you can have, but maybe it's just a lot. regular. On a, a lot of your garbage. trash day is a uh, Saturday. I could have sworn it's been the trash day on Thursday, Friday, and today because mm-hmm. literally they've been dumping shit. Yeah, bro, that's that's yeah, that's not the waste service. That's like Joker and like his goons like plotting Mm -hmm. something, Mm -hmm. man, going down the street. I know the phantom Phantom thieves are out there trying to (laughs) trying to there's a palace nearby that needs to be conquered. Speaking (laughs) of someone who steals my heart, Mm. Mr. Fantastic Kevin K. Fun. That's me. Welcome to the show. Oh, hey, it's good to be here. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, as for usual, I'm fighting a cold because uh, my kids, uh, well, all kids really are Petri dishes. Yeah. And uh, a cold has slowly been making its way through each one of them. And uh, now, sadly, my baby and I were the last ones to get it. So the baby's sick. I'm sick. Just a matter of time. Um, I know. Luckily, she's doing well, uh, but she's also teething. So. It's really a double whammy. We have not oh, slept dang. well. <laughs> so if if uh, if this is like the sort of the curve, what 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 portion of like the recovery process are you? Are you on like are you ramping up or are you recovering? I feel like we're on the recovery now. I, I I feel like it's weird. My my sickness never really fully took form. Like you know, the kids all had like horrible coughs. They had uh, the snot. They had everything. The migraines, fevers, the all the snot. stuff. Or not migraines, but fevers and stuff. Yeah, I I've had like a little bit of a headache, some aches, and uh, and my throat hurts, and like that's it. And I keep waiting for it to get worse. Did you? And it just uh, hasn't. You know, Kevin you said some tested? things. What was that? Did you get tested? We did. Yeah, we have some at home tests. Nobody has COVID. Okay. Um, what were you saying, Daniel? No, uh, I was, Jeremy was I, saying something. Yeah, I was oh. going to say like <laughs> all the things that you said could be like uh could be like a title to dark pictures anthology <laughs> and then all of a sudden everybody was was swimming in a sea of blood and and it became yeah. a horror game there you go <laughs> directed by blood. hideo kojima yeah, yeah. Um, so th- that is the reason why we missed last week yes. um i got covid uh so my I don't, I don't even know if i had a chance to talk about it but like <laughs> i dropped off my wife at the lax airport um, and I'm like, great. I get to be a bachelor for two weeks. It's going to be like Party pizza. Too hard, bro. Yeah, it's going to be like <laughs> catching up with friends I haven't seen in a while. It's going to be a lot of gaming. It's going to be like so many cool things. <laughs> two days later, I get COVID. And it hits me pretty hard. Um, but let the record let, let the record show. I was ready to record last week, <laughs> later in the week. We just couldn't get our schedule so aligned. So we ended up missing uh, last week. And uh, obviously, I'm a lot better now. But like. The whole COVID brain and all that. I don't know if it's just my regular ADHD or or not, but like I've been, I was really foggy, obviously, while yeah. I, I had COVID. Um, I like 
a lot. I mean, it hits people differently. And some people maybe could play through the symptoms or have less symptoms. Like people are like, oh, you get to just stay at home and play games or whatever. I'm like, no, I, <laughs> like, I don't. I, I am. I'm, I'm staying at home. I'm just like laying down. I'm just like laying down and staring yeah. at like the other side of my couch. Uh, and, <laughs> but it did give me a chance to like catch up on a lot of shows. Like I'm like into yep. like some anime now. I'm like watching yep. Demon Slayer. I know Kevin, you're watching some of that. Yeah. And um, it's all because I was sick too. I was like, I don't feel like playing games. So instead <laughs> yeah. I just brought my iPad up on my stomach as I laid there and watched Demon Slayer. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you, you are on, you finished season one, right? Demon Slayer? Yes, I just started season two, or, or the okay. Mugen train arc. As, as they call Aaron. it. As they say. I don't understand why they did it. Listen, my I'm not geared to anime these days, so I'm getting back into it slowly. Like, I started watching One Punch Man also, and, uh, uh, and even I started re I started rewatching Naruto because I never finished Naruto. Now there's 8,000 oh, episodes man. plus Boruto. Use a, use a guide to skip the filler episodes. Yes. Filler episodes will drain your soul, dude. Yes, Bros. that's what I'm going to do. If uh, if you like One Punch Man, I don't. You need to watch Mob Psycho. What? It's so good. So so One Punch Man. Honestly, though, if you're coming at it as a serious anime, you're going to be let down. But if you know no. that the whole it's joke premise is that great. he's like, I'm so strong, I'm bored. That's why it's yeah. funny. Yeah, like, it's yeah. a really good show. He's a hero I, that a... doesn't need to train, and yeah. he's essentially so powerful <laughs> that like it's just like he he holds back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been I my love- uh, it's been my like background show. I feel like I, I don't take it seriously. So like I, I don't really know what's going on. I just see yeah. him like sort of fooling around for the whole episode and then killing someone at like with one punch, like easily. Yes. And like, yes. that's not that's anticlimactic to me. And the most well, and funniest the thing too. Yeah, that's the point. And the funniest thing too is uh <laughs> is he's the lowest ranked, like one of the lowest ranked superheroes. Like he never like he's he's not up there in the rankings of heroes. Because he just like undersells himself, or he's just not as powerful as the, the he does it for that. fun because yeah. his his main goal is to find someone that takes more than one punch skill because he's gotcha. just so strong. And so he's like, like uh he says during multiple battles, having ultimate power is boring. He's like, yeah, everyone think, wants ultimate power until you get there. <laughs> yeah, and then and then uh well he had I, I think you know his backstory was he was just like a regular like person until yeah. yeah until I don't I forget whether he trained it up there. Oh god sirens. I'm I'm muting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll just say that like it's been because I haven't been gaming as much and we'll talk about what we've been playing. I mean, I've been gaming. I, I've been in a few games and stuff, but um I've been in a few I, games in my Yeah, it's been 2 <laughs> weeks. It's been 2 weeks, you know, why not? And but like I've been like reading, I got like Hideo Kojima's book, which is just like a bunch of short essays on Ah, yes. other books and movies and stuff like that. And that's been enjoyable. <laughs> Almost done with that book. Um I got the Asuki Wada book. Um so I'm just trying to since there haven't been that many big releases, I've been just trying to spread the love um, uh, yeah. across all mediums. Um, what have you guys been up to the last two weeks? We'll talk about what we're gaming, but anything else you guys want to like share about the last couple weeks or so? Go with Kevin first. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, as, as we talked about, I've been watching a lot more anime. Um, so like, for instance, I used to read a lot of Shonen Jump when I was, when I was a kid. Uh, and, you know, things like um, Naruto, One Piece, um, I can't remember what else, but anyway, a lot of stuff came out of that 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 manga series or, or the the magazine started a lot of manga series and whatnot. And yeah. so um, I'm kind of getting back to my roots in that regard, where uh, I started watching One Piece, I started watching uh, uh, Naruto, I started watching um, Demon Slayer, 
One Punch Man, going through all these different shows that, uh, that you know, really I haven't read like either. I haven't read the manga or I haven't read it in a very long time. And it feels good. Feels good getting back in anime. I, I missed it. Um, so I've been watching a lot of anime. Other than that, man, I've just been kind of taking it easy and, and playing. Uh, my goal is to play through all the dark picture games uh, that are out right now. So the summer of horror, summer of horror, summer are, of horror. Yeah. Kevin and I are like out of commission with like stuffy voices. So it's going to be up to you, <laughs> Kev, uh, Jeremy, for you to be like our uh, color commentator, spicy yeah. voice boy <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> so, so this is episode Don't 45. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's our season finale and um, sort of just want to talk about why we're taking a break. Um, as you know, just a couple episodes ago, we hit our one year mark. And so sort of the conversation we've been having is like, that's cool. That That's awesome. That was a great accomplishment. We've we've had a blast. But um, it's also a lot to like plan these shows and we'll like work with our schedules. Obviously, we all have full time nine to fives. Um, families and all that stuff. Kevin, Kevin has enough family for all of us <laughs> and um, you know, schedules change and things move around and, and it becomes increasingly difficult to always lock down a date. And then on top of that, really like put in the effort to put in a good show, show for you guys. We could turn this mic on and just, you know, shoot the shit and, and we could do that. But like, we do want to make an effort every week to, to like have, have interesting topics, have, have relevant conversations and that stuff takes, that takes time to prepare and everything. So, um, what better time than when all like most or most of the shows have happened already and like the summer gets a little bit slower with releases, with news and, and for us to sort of just step away, take a break, um, sort of like officially and still be able to maybe do some like one-off episodes, maybe some streams. Um, and then who knows, hopefully come back, um, you know, and, and pick it back up and, and see what the show becomes after that. But, um, yeah, that's sort of like what I want to say on, on my end is I, I could just use a break and enjoy video games without having to feel like having to like not report on them, but like commentate on everything. Maybe also finally uh, play some co-op. Cause... <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this is our co-op. This is our co-op every week. Like, <laughs> like the you know, the, the three hours or whatever we use to like before, <laughs> during and after this episode, that's three hours of co-op time. We could do, we'll never do yeah. it, but, but it's, a guys, do you want to, um, yeah. Do you guys want to add any other like sort of commentary on that? No, I think you summed it up. Well, I think, uh, you know, I think when we first talked about it, um, about actually like starting this, this podcast, I don't think we, kind of realize how much uh, time and effort would would be required to actually do kind of like a weekly show. And that's just weekly. Um, and it's kind of funny, too, when we talk about like how in the beginning of all all of our kind of grandiose plans of, of all this like content we were going to create until it kind of set in stone, like, OK, maybe one video producing one video is actually uh, pretty time consuming, especially if you have a, a typical job. And, mm. and families afterwards and then of course you know you 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 try you try to strike the balance of it not feeling like a a second job because it's it's like something that we <laughs> yeah. you know we want to do for fun and we want you know that it's sometimes you know to a certain extent we do want to shoot the shit um and and just like uh, and just to like talk and hang out 
Um, and of course, talk out with everyone here, talk with everyone that's listening. Um, but but yeah, I, I think, you know, this kind of like allows us to uh, kind of rethink a few things and and also uh, put out some, uh, you know, some some streams out there, some smaller videos if we feel like it um, without, you know, having to stress uh, about about preparation or anything like that. Have stress it a about bit having, more organic and 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 uh, free. Having oh. yeah, stress about having to do an hour and a half episode around Harvestella. You know, there's only so much <laughs> I can say about Harvestella. You you take that back, sir. That was one of the good showings in that partner. <laughs> I, it's, it, it looks kind of interesting. I'm not gonna lie, but I there's only so much I could say about that game. Like, hmm, interesting. Hmm, farming it. sim with. <laughs> <laughs> with town elements and something called the quietus that sounds dirty like <laughs> yeah was that like whoa that wait a minute you really didn't think that through because that... uh yeah it's very similar attention. to another word yes exactly <laughs> um... <laughs> and, and it's about seasons too so you could be like post <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 post coitus <laughs> uh, but like jeremy jeremy you said it we have some. We we're we don't have a huge audience. We're as they call it an indie podcast, um, but we have some really really cool indies. people that we in, in, wow. yeah indie podcast. Doesn't indies. sound doesn't that sound a lot better than an unsuccessful podcast, an mm-hmm. indie podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I prefer better. I prefer the word indie rather than like startup. Like startup. or we call ourselves a niche. You know, it's a yeah. it's a niche. Yeah, podcast. Yeah. Well, we gotta get nailed down the pronunciation first, but yeah, we'll yeah. Know those. <laughs> You know, you heard motto. it here first. Uh, Paul, let us niche, know what you niche. think in the comments below, whether it's niche or niche or whatever. <laughs> but we, I mean, we, we really enjoy engaging <laughs> with you guys and everything, and we want it to feel fresh for us. We want it to feel fresh for you guys. Um, there are plenty of other like really great shows out there that are still running, um, and a lot of our friends that have great podcasts. So plenty of places to listen to in the meantime. Now, best believe if. God, God of War, like Shadow Drops, or there's like some big, mm. you know, mm. PlayStation Showcase, or, um, you know, whatever your most anticip- next most anticipated game is. Like, we're probably going to do some one-off episode or, or some yeah. sort of coverage. Maybe. We'll see. Um, but in the time time being, I think, you know, I certainly, I'll speak for myself personally. I want to at least take a few weeks off and just relax. Yeah. And it's been nice to have, like, find time to, like, read a book. It's been It's been great. Yeah. No. Uh breaking news, it, Google's pronunciation says it is niche. Problem solved. That's that's how I so call it. So you don't that's, need that's to let us it. know in the comments below of what how to pronounce it. We've already Your done comment it. Was wrong. Thank you. <laughs> All right, G- GIF, how's that pronounced? I actually you know what? The creator said GIF, but I yeah. refuse to ever say GIF. Yeah. If the creator said GIF though, I'd be I know. GIF. I know I, it's like I, you have to say it. I want to say I've always said GIF. I feel like society has maybe conformed to saying GIF. And then um, Studio Ghibli. That. I really just want to call Studio Ghibli Studio Ghibli. I'm sorry. Can I wait? Can I say it's GIF? actually Ghibli. It's Ghibli. I'm saying <gasps> it's Ghibli. You're yeah. ruining my life. Yeah, I know. When hey, I found yo, out in the comments below, let oh, us know. Oh, another thing that I found Ghibli, out: Ghibli, GIF or GIF. Another thing I found out oh was I've always pronounced Resetera, Resetera as Reset Era. Yes. It's like it's yeah. like. Etc. But reset era, right? Oh my god! Is that? Is, am I reading too much into my life? <laughs> is it reset era or is it reset era? I I always pronounce it reset era just because it's a 
reset of you know New where, era. Where, when i thought and, it was and also you know capital where they, r capital e where it spinned off from is it okay i don't know i thought so i i, I thought it's all one let me see oh my gosh i'm a yeah it's reset. oh no 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 okay 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 i was right this whole time oh my god i felt oh. like an asshole <laughs> Yeah. I was like, I've been pronouncing this, mispronouncing this this whole time. But I, I, um, I was listening to a podcast this week where, uh, you know, one of the bigger shows, and the guy pronounced it as Resetera, Resetera, and maybe and he just like, said it very wrong. quickly. And I'm like, oh my god, that tongue, is, you know, you, know like, you guys have actually been pronouncing my name wrong this whole time. It's Kevin. <laughs> Kevin. It's Kevin. Yeah. Kevin. <laughs> yeah, actually, the J in Jeremy is actually silent. Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. Yeah. Um. All right. So hey, I've been I've been bragging that I've just knocked out a bunch of games, beat a bunch of games. So let's 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 get into what you've been playing. I'll start with you, Kevin. What you been playing, man? Oh man. Well, yeah. I'm glad you didn't go first because it would make everything me and Jeremy say uh, just sound like trash. But <laughs> so so as per usual, my ga- gamer um ADHD is in full swing. Uh, I, I've been yeah. playing um. Oh my gosh, Dark Pictures Anthology, Man of Medan, uh, Tales of Arise, Mass Effect uh, 2 specifically, uh, Silent Hill, uh, Homecoming. I randomly got that on Xbox because, (laughs) oh man, you know what? I thought it was okay. It was all right. It was never like the worst one, but like the, what was the portable one? Um, Book of Memories. I didn't like yeah. Book of Memories. I think yeah. that was always my least favorite. Um, but but Homecoming was the first Silent Hill I ever beat, and that actually caused me to go back and replay the first one, and uh, and then you know two and three, uh, because I think that kind of eased me into it. it wasn't as like scary as the other ones, uh, in my opinion. It, it kind of eased me into it nicely. So so yeah, while I played one, two, and three, I never beat them. And so Homecoming was the first one I ever actually beat and got all the multiple endings on. And so that's nice. what, what caused me to be like, you know what? I need to go back and do that. Uh, and mind you, this is all like in high school. But but uh, so I went back and played all those. But uh, yeah, I'm playing Silent Hill Homecoming. And by playing, I mean like I turned it on, played for like an hour and then turned it off. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, I am actually consistently playing Man of Medan. And uh, is it Medan or like? I say Medan. Madon, Man of Madon, and uh, I, I can be wrong. I can be yeah. wrong though. <laughs> it's a, it's a really a niche title. Just <laughs> you know, but, uh, um, and I'm really playing that one consistently, and Tales of Rise consistently. But Tales of Rise is just too much exploration for me. Like I want to explore instead of do the story, and I hate that about games like this because I can easily put like 120 hours into it and yeah. and realize that I haven't done the story yet. So I've been trying to consistently play the story. And Tales of Rise. Yeah. That's what uh, what percentage do you think you are in that now? I want to say I'm close. Uh, I think uh, when I was reading how long it takes to beat the game, they said around like 40 or 50 hours or something like that. And I am at about 30 right okay. now. So I'm, I'm at like 25 to 30 hours. That's where I sort of left off. But I do like mm-hmm. a lot of like running around and exploring yes. the same area a bunch of times. And yes. I try to do, I did try to do some of like the, the bounties, I guess, or like the yeah. sort of side quests or the, like the requests. Um, and do you I'm find, like, do you find sometimes finding your next objective is really difficult? Like I, I sometimes get lost because the map isn't necessarily the most informative. 
a uh, little thing. bit. It's been it's yeah. been like almost. I I played it near release and I haven't like really played it since. So it's okay. it's sort of a harder. But I, I don't remember it being too difficult compared to like I'm playing Final Fantasy VI right now. I'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. Now. <laughs> that's like old school game design where the yeah, like the designers are like fuck you, figure yeah. it out. Like there are townspeople, <laughs> there are villagers. Go like talk to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Back when Gosh. when you actually had to talk to like the yes. every the single NPCs. NPC, yes. every literally every single down. one, and pay yeah. attention to that's all the game words. design yeah. of it. Yeah, uh, that's the cool. Zelda like design mm. of it. Um, do I do I go first? Do I, Jeremy, do you want Jeremy? To go first? You Jeremy, you go, go first. first. Okay, all right, all right, <laughs> <laughs> gentlemen. Because <laughs> he's gonna smoke us. <laughs> no, not really. I, I mean, so that I kind of, yeah, you know, for lack of a better term, demoted Xenoblade as my secondary <laughs> game. Um, demoted it? Did, <laughs> just to be my secondary game. And I've been playing it on and off. Um, and it's, you know, it, it, it kind of like what Kevin's saying about Tales of Arise. There's just so many things to do there. And the the world is... Are you playing one or, or two? I'm playing one. I'm, okay. So I'm trying to get, I'm trying to do like the chronological like way of doing yeah. it. But I have realized that that's just not going to happen at all. And um, I don't think it matters, does it? It doesn't. I think there's pretty much self-contained with maybe yeah. like uh, a reference or, or, or two. But I, I don't, you know, I haven't really like, I haven't finished one. Uh, mm -hmm. so it, it has like these big expansive like areas as well and and i think right now it, it seems like all these games kind of uh, have these big expansive areas that you can kind of like explore and things like that um my only qualm is like uh, at least so far it doesn't seem like there's any kind of like mounts or anything like that to help you mm. kind of traverse the the map a little bit more quicker um everything's on everything's on foot that being said though once you discover a landmark then obviously you can kind of like fast travel between uh, between the yeah. points um to make that a little bit quicker uh but yeah i mean i'm I, I think i'm in chapter seven i think there's like 20 or so like chapters oh, yeah. pretty uh, good pretty good progress for seven, a long 17 game or something like that yeah i, I think in total how long to beat i think says it's like about 50 hours don't fucking listen to, to that website i'll tell you that in a, <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you why in a second <laughs> is there like a margin of error plus minus uh like uh like five hours or something like that in my case with persona 5 minus 80 hours but go on granted i feel <laughs> oh, like sorry, plus also, 80 hours i, I guess like <laughs> you know in a game like persona it really just kind of depends on like how much time you're willing to invest right you probably did a lot more than just kind of like main scenario it the necessary um, yeah because because it, it you, you kind of went almost of a completionist route um, i did seem I seemingly did. which will always always take way longer than um what's recorded on there no. but yeah i mean i'm enjoying my time um the thing you know about xenoblade is uh, there you you really have to know how to use the combat system um because if you don't have a firm grasp of the combat system uh battles are just going to drag on because you're not taking advantage of all the systems that are in place to yeah. make that uh to do you know optimize like damage um so in, in terms of that you know i've uh, it's one of those games where i like I, I could learn like the the nuances of it, but at, at the certain extent too, I just kind of want to go through the story. Um, yeah. So this is one of those games that I am playing like on an easier like difficulty, mm. um, just to go from point A to point B. Uh, is the story good so far? 
it's it, i mean it i would say so like it it's a little bit different than um say the, I, I think i was about like 15 20 hours into Xenoblade played two before two was um, so good i called it quits and it's a little bit different than that but i think i prefer the story so far in this one granted i, say... I still have a lot more to do two took me a really long time to find my rhythm and actually like yeah uh like it probably took me close to 15 hours before i yeah. was like i love this game I, and then i couldn't put it down and i had and, and and i feel like xenoblade is that classic case of an rpg that yes. has a slow wind up until it actually gets kind of good and it, yeah. it that's where the challenge is is trying to stay after that 15 hour like setup yeah but here i think you know xenoblade kind of just like starts off with almost like a bang first it you know it's a little bit slow in the initial hour but then you know shit happens um that makes you kind of like a little bit more invested uh throughout the whole thing um so so yeah i mean but yeah i've kind of like demoted it to the second secondary my secondary <laughs> game um yeah it, it's the game that i kind of play like while i'm at the couch or, or laying in bed just because in the handheld mode actually using like the switch in handheld mode which yeah. i typically yeah. don't do um you but do that today yeah so <laughs> i continue playing ghostwire i i okay. beat it okay and oh cool. bless you i i beat it and <laughs> it really did not need to for the story that they were telling in my opinion it did not need to be open world um i feel linear, like I, yeah hours. i think it could have been a linear type like game and I feel like if they were going to go and we talked about this in the, in previous episodes, like if they were going to go with the open world, I like the idea that these people were, were kind of for, for, you know, for they, they were paranormal, like investigators essentially Yeah. of, of like the kind of like the typical things of like Japanese, like folklore and these yokai. Um, I think it would have been cooler if you were kind of like this paranormal investigation, like, agency that you were just exploring these parts or these cases throughout Tokyo um, rather than what it ended up being because literally it's just one big like fetch quest and there's literally a a chapter in there where it's just like it, it's like okay you need to unlock all the Tory gates and it's just like that's yes. a bit of an exaggeration but you literally do have nope, to unlock the next set of I, it's it not was like eight. all Tory gates, but it was like, yeah, it was like a good number of Tory gates. <laughs> so and stuff that, that should be optional are yeah. Like, yeah, and this is like, and for those who haven't played it, Tory gates are essentially <laughs> their version of radio towers. Um, you basically clear these gates and it clears the map around with you know the additional missions. And literally a main mission is to clear a, a good number of them. And at that yeah. point, it's like, why? Like you couldn't think of a better like story reason or anything else, just to, like a story mission, other than to clear yeah. these gates. If you um, because I don't find the combat very satisfying in the, in the yeah. little bit that I played. Uh, yeah. If you flip it to easy, do are the enemies a little bit less spongy? Do they have less health? Yes. No? Yes. Okay. I, 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 I I actually I played that, it on easy because I couldn't deal with that. I like I'm just like hitting them and they're just like slowly yeah. like. Mm -hmm. coming at like, me and but like uh, they're yeah. not like really a threat yeah. i'm like okay um yeah I, just before this recording i was like thinking to myself i'm like i'm, I'm kind of surprised this was a game i was anticipating this was gonna be like probably my march game yeah. that i was going to play and yeah. 
I just like I put in a couple of hours and didn't look look back, and uh, so I'm yeah. a little surprised that I haven't co- kind of gone back to it. It's, but like, I, I feel like I need to beat it. Yeah. I know like it's not. A, I know it's a mediocre game, right? <laughs> is it? Is, was that? Yeah. Is that fair? Is that fair? Yes, it is. I, if I were average... to give it a grade, yeah. If I were to give it a grade, I'd give it like a six. six yeah, out of 10. I was thinking six or seven. Yeah. Okay. Six or seven sounds about right. But something like part of me feels like I have to like beat it i don't know it's like it's a shame because it's like you know the combat has like potential and later on they kind of they they mix up the scenarios where the enemy encounters where they give you a mix of them so you're kind of like forced to use a, a variety of 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 like kind of like your different like ammunition types and and also letting you use kind of like your talismans um but you know at, at the same time it's yeah i mean the atmosphere like it, the atmosphere is so good it's just uh, yeah it, it's just kind of a shame that it it you know it couldn't have been like better it's like you think about your typical ubisoft game and and it it's a tier below that like it's it's unfortunate it's, it's sort of their attempt to like mirror that and it yeah. was kind of like a, a poor attempt like like yeah. i i hear that and from what I've seen, there are aspects of the world that are very beautiful and rich. And yeah. It's like when you get when oh, you guys yeah. said linear, and it's like rather like concentrate your assets on these like concentrated areas. Yeah. Um, and really bring them to life. And I'm not sure that would necessarily help out like yeah the, the issues I have with combat and some of those mechanics. But like yeah, it, it would take out like a lot of the bloat, like the Tory Gate bloat and stuff yeah. like that. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. and you know what's sad actually is my favorite part of that game wasn't even the story. It was it was going around and doing like the collectibles and reading the lore and uh fighting like they had like little side mission bosses and yeah. stuff. Uh, and that was actually my favorite part of the game. The story itself was almost like it was just getting in the way of doing yeah. the actual and- fun thing I wanted to do. And that's what I kind of like meant with like that idea, like of you kind of like being this paranormal agency, just solving yeah. like, you know, these mysteries, these, these like crimes, um, because that's kind of like what the side missions are. You know, you're yeah. going to these little like smaller instances, like you can, one of them I think is you go into a house and you try to kind of cleanse a, mm-hmm. almost like a poltergeist. Uh, yeah, type, type deal, and and I think that's like so much cooler than, than yeah. uh, well, you know what concepts, ended up being the main mission. Like how the the rooms change as you go through doors. Like yeah, the whole layout yeah. of the house it's, is different. And you're like, oh, yeah. shoot. it's very um, cool. it's very control like. Yeah, and and that's when Ghostwire is at its best. Yeah, like, but unfortunately, you know the boss encounters the. The, uh, the the sum of its parts are kind of like monotonous. Yeah. I tedious. think they did say that they're going to go work on like some smaller projects and that's sort yeah. of like, that's sort of refreshing to hear. So yeah. Um, yeah. maybe open world was just, I mean, not to it, say that they can't do open world, but this first attempt yeah. at, at the which, big open world. Which is kind of interesting because I think Evil Within 2, which, you know, it seems to be, seems to have been like critically received well, was an open world kind of like ish game from but it wasn't like it wasn't like a ubisoft type of open world. that's true that's and that's what and that's what it is right like you know people can uh developers can copy the ubisoft like template but you don't really need to yeah Um, Yeah. but anyways outside of ghostwire uh i played finally played from my backlog in november (laughs) life is strange true colors oh yes please tell us about your sobbing (laughs) <laughs> all right i i didn't i, I was close i was close i was the listeners 
I was close to one man tier. I was close. They're, they they <laughs> caught me in, they, they caught me in the feels, but absolutely fantastic game. Um, outside great. of a few quirks and some story, like points where it's just like, yeah, that's a little bit too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, without getting like too too specific yeah. about it, yeah. but um, I think obviously, like I you know adore kind of like the the world, the characters. Um, of that game especially the main character yeah. it's not yeah it's too. not typical that you kind of like see a a asian um like woman being kind of like the the protagonist uh of mm. a, a of a game um but kind of like all all the her kind of like the things that she feels to her her experiences and and the way that she kind of just like kind of carries herself is a lot of it is is relatable yeah, it is. Um, awesome. and and I think what helps it too is um, the 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 way that they kind of did the animation in terms of like the facial expressions and stuff like that is absolutely kind of done like well um, at least for for the main character Alex um, you oh. kind of get you know some some of the other characters you, you kind of get that that much effort but clearly most of the the time and, and detail kind of went to the main character i would say that's kind of one of the things that would be kind of my gripes about it is that it didn't seem like a, from a technical perspective like a lot of the other characters got that same kind of like care and attention mm -hmm. and i feel like the game would have kind of like benefited um uh, to be a little bit more lengthier, but then also for you to kind of experience kind of like the seasons um, at this kind of like town that you're in. Um, it, and it's like, who you know, if Square gives them like the next like entry in that franchise, like give them a little bit more budget because it's kind of like, it, it's kind of interesting that it's basically just one main street and then you get some like other like, totally separate environments but the way that it is it's just like oh you know there's this you can kind of see it's like an open street but you can't progress any further than that or yeah, or yeah it's like invisible walls yeah and and the most ridiculous invisible wall is that there's plants in between the the main street and you can't even walk across it it's like <laughs> yeah but you know absolutely love that game um i finished it yesterday uh went, putting in work I did. I did no, put in work. Yeah. That was yeah. So now I'm in that lull where I'll probably kind of like, kind of like <laughs> you guys try to find that next game that um, kind of just catches my attention. Um, but you know, I was kind of, I was I, I was invested in 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 that story. Um, and typically, lately that that's typically only I've gone through like Sony games um, yeah. where I find that emotional kind of like attachment. Um, yeah. To a story. Yeah. I mean, uh, a game <clears throat> that I sort of got that from, maybe not, maybe not to that quite that extent, was a Plague Tale in a sense. Oh, so yeah. let me. I guess this <laughs> will be my yeah. segue to talk about the games <laughs> I've been playing. So, um, yeah, the, <clears throat> as I've mentioned on, I don't know, probably like the last episode or so, uh, I've had a lot of friends over. We've had our friends <laughs> Les over. We've had our friend Jordan over. Both of them have have played and uh, loved a Plague Tale in a sense, and both of them. Were like really invested in me playing that game and, and beating it. One of my it. favorite games. And yeah, I ended up beating it. I started it with Wes. He's the one that encouraged me to start it. And then yeah. I beat it while Jordan was here. And 
Um, God, I really, really love that game. Like, that is, is like a game perfectly tailored for me because I feel like you don't spend a, a, a ton of time in one particular yeah. area at a, yes. at a time. I didn't feel like there were that many dull moments. Like there was like one part no. uh, where there's like a very like tedious puzzle. It wasn't a challenging puzzle, but it was a little tedious. It just took a little while and like slow. Was it stuff. at the castle? Yeah, the castle, like yeah. just the, the the torches moving the yeah. torches around and stuff yeah. was just mm. like a little little tedious. But like even then, like I'm like I was playing that while like talking with like Jordan or something like that. So like it just like time flew by there. Um, but I, I just thought the game had really great story, really uh, great like really great balance between and and just like great pacing great balance between like stealth story moments action um oh shit moments where you're like running versus <laughs> yeah. like hey slow down and sort of like take a look at the environment and find various ways to take down enemies some of them are very much like scripted it's like crate over their heads and stuff no. like that yeah um jordan will criticize me because i, I got a <laughs> slingshot and rock and there's like i'm like I'm not going to waste my time setting up a bunch of traps and stuff. I'm just going to hit the guy in the head and just like, I'm not going to get fancy <laughs> with it. Right? I don't need all these tools to get fancy unless yeah. it, it comes a time where I need it. So I, I did play rough through a couple of the areas where like I was supposed to do more, be more stealthy and I wasn't. Um, but I like that. And from what they've shown in the new game, it seems like they maybe they're, they're giving you more options for yeah. combat and how I want to kill everyone. Things. Sorry. And, and bigger areas. <laughs> and yeah, I, I do want to kill. I'm sorry. These they're digital they people stealth. in the game. Yeah. I, they're not real yeah. people. Let me kill them. They're, uh, they're after your brother too. It's, it's basically one whole, like, like it's like that hospital level in Last of Us, where it's just like fuck all you guys, y'all yeah. going all down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, oh. And I know like the game maybe tries to make you feel a little bad, bad about, about that, it. especially early on. But yeah. but um, I'm a psychopath I, I wanna... and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> you give me but, a slingshot, I'm gonna shoot things. But I played Mortal slingshot, Kombat as a, slingshot a kid. Slingshot that melts metal. Oh yeah, oh, and your little the little things oh. that you. I want to. We're, we're running pretty long, guys, on what you've been playing. So I, I want to run through my list pretty quickly, if I may. So shut, right, right. shut the hell up, please. <laughs> 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 shut the hell up. Um, com I completed Persona Five Royal finally, and I've already talked about it like five times on the show, yes, on this yes. show particularly alone. And then you as graduated well, the last twelve episodes, probably. You, what, you graduated long, high school. How long to beat is a liar. I, I and then everyone on the internet is a liar. When I committed to play this game, I was like, oh yeah, it's like a hundred to 120 hours. I'm like, guys, I just like did Elden Ring in like two, three weeks, 120 hours. I can I could do this, no problem. Like it's not a not a big deal. Uh I logged 194 hours, and um, I was I would have not committed to that game if I knew it was going to be a 200 hour game. But oh my gosh, I, I'm glad I did. I I like the game a lot. I think it's a great JRPG. I love the characters a lot. I love the combat and the palace exploration. There's there's so much of it I did really really like. Game's too long. Yeah. Like 40% of the dialogue or more needs to just be cut out. Like, well, I don't need listen, all that dialogue. What what's crazy is I think vanilla vanilla persona is about 80 80 90 no 80 100 hours and then yeah, I think I, the royal part adds another 20 40 hours but oh what I found gosh. crazy was that you could totally you could totally mess up your game uh and not even experience that 20 to 40 that additional 20 40 hours yeah you can you can um 
Yes, that's, it's not intuitive. It's it's very like from software like design where it's like, yeah, there's DLC. You got to just go talk to the woman at the very end of the lake <laughs> yeah. and give her this item that you found from like some monster in another corner of the world. And then you oh unlock some gosh. portal. It's very much like that. Like there are steps you need to take in order to uh get to that I, w I did the completionist route i did look some of those things up to make sure that i didn't like uh, how do you unlock the third semester for instance dude i would be pissed if i if i didn't unlock that because that's oh, the yeah. whole point of royal <laughs> yeah yeah oh, oh, oh for sure yeah i mean there's a but there's a bunch of other like quality of life improvements there's just like yeah. tweaks to battle the tweaks to confidants um new characters introduced uh even through like the like the the non third semester portion of the game. Um, great, great game. I did the completionist route. I did reference a guide for like confidant answers and quizzes and stuff like that because the cheater. Just kidding. I, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like gotta I get them waifus. Gotta collect them all. Well, yeah, exactly. I wanted to max out. <laughs> I wanted to max out the confidants and everything, but like pretty much the rest of it, I, I did on my own. And, confidant and king. Confidant. Yeah. <laughs> confidant concubine uh so i did the rest of it on my own which required just a lot of exploration a lot of training from yeah. one part of town to another and because of that i ended up spending 200 hours quick, a quick question about uh about royal uh did they make mementos less boring or less <laughs> tedious that was my least favorite part of it. But the one thing that uh, I recommend is a new thing that they, I believe, added in Royal, which is um, one of Ryuji's confidant yeah. um, perks, which is insta-kill. So you could just... Ooh. It ends up... Memento started out being incredibly painful because it's very monotonous. Everything looks the same. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, just, it's just not challenging. It's not very fun. It's nope. very grindy. But then you get the insta-kill and you essentially just run over them and then you get all <laughs> yeah. the money, all the items, yeah. um, the persona. You gain the persona yeah. as well if you your slots are empty. So you get all the benefits of finishing the battle without losing MP, without losing HP. That's and, great. That's great. And, and, yeah. <laughs> in like two seconds. So that's how I was able to max out all of my characters up to 99 um, at the end fairly quickly. Oh, my word. Uh, so there's some nice quality of life improvements, but still, it's still like there's added dialogue uh, to every sort of uh, sort of side quest in Royal, for instance. Yeah. Um, great game. The story didn't like, it wasn't like, um, when I think of JRPGs, I think of like the final fantasies I grew up with the, yeah. the eights, nines, tens, twelves, uh, where like, you're so invested in the characters in the story and like you're in tears by the end of it. And mm -hmm. I've been like aching for an RPG to give me that. And, and that, Persona yeah. didn't necessarily give me that, but I will say they did some pretty interesting things in the third semester, the Royal part of it. Um, and even yeah. at the end, there were some like really cool moments at the end where I'm like, Oh my God, this is so cool. But, uh, <laughs> It didn't hit me like in the feels like I thought it would. Um, I'm, I want to be quick here. Uh, Shredder's Revenge. I thought we played by now together, guys. What the hell? <laughs> I did already. I think what we've learned is that uh, we can't announce that we're going to co-op and play a game together because we're yeah. just going to jinx it for ourselves. It's, it's like a forever. It'll jinx. just end up being yeah. me, my kids, and Daniel. Yeah. Yes, which we did <laughs> well, do that, and that, granted, that was well, that was fun. I, I I woke up an hour later and I was like, yeah, I'm ready to play. Let's go. <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, they're my, uh, my kids have asked uh, consistently uh, if they could play with uh, Mr. Daniel. Mr. Daniel. So, 
Mr. I'm, I'm, I'm down. The, what's cool about it is that we set it on easy mode for the kiddos, but like yeah. somehow it turned into like hard mode because like I'm constantly high fiving them to give them health and stuff. I'm like, all right, I gotta like not get hit my, here. My <laughs> three year old just stands there and presses one button, and and she just waits until enemies come to her. Uh, yeah, <laughs> to actually fight them. So, so cute. I, yeah. And then while Michelangelo, the other one was just like dancing while I'm like dying. I'm <laughs> yeah. enough to you. Like, uh, you know, Shredder's Revenge, I feel like it has some mainstream appeal because we actually talked about it in a work meeting. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. And, and these aren't like, the, the you know, I mean, they, uh, they're not like hardcore, like enthusiast gamers, right? They're probably like gamers. arcade gamers, yeah. you know, from back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, oh, I mean, man. I mean, exactly. all of us, right? I mean, not all of us, but so many of us grew up on console, on, on console gaming, or, or on video games Arcade. and arcades and stuff like that. Like in our in our generation, right? And we had many of them for, have moved on, and, and some of us have not. It's like for all you uh, Zoomers out there, we had yeah. arcades in malls that we used to hang yes. out and play Nickel, games Nickel. like Shredder's Revenge and Time Crisis and Dance Dance oh, Revolution. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know if that was a widespread thing, but there was a place called Nickel Nickel, which was an arcade by me when I was growing up. And uh, their whole thing was everything cost a nickel, but some things were even a penny. That's oh, it was great. wonderful. Yeah. yeah. We had Nickel City, and they had a whole section of free slot, free machines. Ooh, that is so right? great. And that was, that, that was the very first Game Pass for me. Yes. <laughs> and just like Game Pass, like I don't know about you guys, like psychologically – if i know right something's back. available for free i'm less like enthused not enthused i'm less motivated to go out and 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 play it right away yes. like i'm like yeah. it's free like it diminishes the value for me a little bit so yes. like there were games that like i'm sure at other arcades i would have paid a quarter for or 50 yeah. cents or whatever <laughs> that were free there and i would play for like five seconds and i'd move on just like i do with like some games that i've played on ps now or game pass yeah. now ps plus like did you guys do that too yeah well it's just the, yep. it's the same mentality of like you'll treat something better that you worked for than something that was just given to you yeah uh you know and and i mean that's not to say that you're not gonna treat that thing nicely if it was just given to you but but that's like it tends to be how a lot of things are like if it's free it's it doesn't hold as much value <laughs> you know, yeah well free. my wife like gifted a... my wife gifted me the ps5 my oculus quest 2 and my steam deck I don't play the ladder too. I play the shit out of the PS5 <laughs> though. <laughs> but I mean, that's probably not why. It's just there's other reasons why. Yeah, yeah. Um, my uh, my meta gets about once, maybe twice a week used. Man is calling the man's a corporate man. He's calling it meta now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Last last two games, guys. We are running so long here. Final Fantasy VI. I talked about this. Started it on the Steam Deck. Speaking of. Oh yeah, girl. And uh, so far, it's really great. I actually have started this game like three times before and I keep getting to like the two hour mark and then stopping. I finally passed that part. Um, the game's great. I I'm noticing that like, it's the antithesis of persona and that there is very little dialogue uh, in, in that way. But I feel like that each character is saying a whole lot and like mm, each character yeah. is being as, as for being like these two, like these little 16 bit sprites, <laughs> they are very expressive and there's a lot of character yeah. and heart in each one of them. And it's very interesting that I'm able like to like feel that with such little dialogue, such little yeah. technology. Um, but so far I, I'm very much invested in the characters and, and, and the story. I, I mean, I feel like to a certain extent, I feel like a, a lot of the writing 
for Japanese RPGs back in the day was much better than kind of what you get now, because I feel like now you kind of get those. I mean, you had them before, but it's overtly like they they just bash your head in with like, you know, a lot of the messaging and a lot of the stereotypes, a lot of the like the themes, tropes. like yeah. yeah, the tropes, like the power of friendship, all that stuff. <laughs> it's um, so corny, man. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of. I miss that like mature like kind mm -hmm. of like. Oh, we'll talk. We're gonna talk. We're gonna bring that back in a second. Don't even worry oh, about yeah. that. We're gonna bring that back in a second. Um. Lastly, I um um I, I was about to say another thing about Final Fantasy VI, but I'll move on. Lastly, yeah. I uh, started playing Cuphead some more and um downloaded the Delicious Last Course. I I went back to Cuphead and I was like pretty rough. Like I was having a hard time beating the the ladder bosses again. I heard that uh, game is hard. Wrestling. It's very, very hard. And then yeah. the the DLC is just as hard, if not harder. Like, I have Ooh. not beaten a boss yet. I haven't played a whole lot um, of it yet. I just played it that first night it came out. But they give you this new character, Miss Chalice, who she is, like, sort of like the e – there is an easy mode, but she's kind of like an easier mode where uh, she has – uh, like an invincibility rule. She has like an automatic parry that she does when she dashes um, and she has more health. So she's kind of like the easier mode, but like, I'm sort of like thinking like you almost need her for some of these bosses in, in the new, the new Island, the new aisle. And um, it's pretty challenging, but I'm, I'm really into what they've done. Just it's, it's just phenomenal. It's just, it's yeah. just as good as the original game top tier stuff. Um, I will, it's one of those games that I say F you two and I walk away and <laughs> I, I come back to fresh and yeah. <laughs> the original cuphead took me like a year to beat um, because there's a lot of walking away from it and coming back, but yeah, I did it. Sweet man. Good job. Good job. Yeah. I haven't, even, I can't cuphead's way too freaking hard. I'll get into it eventually, but I feel like this is the latest we've started an actual like main topic, but that's we've played we've played a lot of games. So thanks for hanging on with us, guys. That's yeah. why we do the timestamps. If you're not that into what we've been playing and you're ready to get into the topics, skip on over. Look at the timestamps. Yeah, season finale, live it up. We got timestamps on uh freaking audio as well. So even though they don't like automatically jump you there, you could reference them. Guys, I want to do something different. We usually do news bites at the end, and we're not, I'm not even necessarily calling this news bites. I'm calling this quick combos. A bunch of things that have happened. Oh yeah, just want to talk about them briefly. Um, starting with, there's a Metroid Prime remaster supposedly in the works. This is according to Jeff Grubb. He's heard it. Um, he's heard mm. it for a while. But not only is uh the first one getting remastered, but two and three are as well. And apparently, they're all pretty pretty close. Now, according to Jeff Grubb. Uh, metric the metric primary master is going to be dropping this year and it's going to be probably a little oh bit more gosh. more polished than the two and three ones which hmm. which i i think are just going to be like you know quick little touch-ups and then boom like, yeah yeah quick ports or whatever um Anyways, that's I think that's exciting. pretty interesting. I think it's like Metroid Prime 4 seems like it's really far away still. And yeah. this seems like the perfect opportunity. Now that Metroid's sort of riding high, Metroid Dread is, I believe, the best-selling Metroid game in the series now. Now, wow. you're, now that you're building a little bit of that momentum and the hype up to Metroid Prime 4, it's a smart move to do. It prints money. What do you <laughs> think? What do you think, Kevin? Absolutely. Uh, I remember playing... I think I only played three and one, uh, but Metroid Prime holds a very special place in my heart. I, it's actually, well, I mean, you guys know me. I, I think I've talked about not being very good at uh, Metroidvania games. So Prime, 
being more of a uh, shooter was kind of exciting to see. Uh, and I remember playing it on what GameCube when it yeah, came yeah. out and just being like, whoa, this is next generation graphics. Yeah. Uh, and I just remember my mind being blown. So I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see this remaster. I can't wait to replay them on my switch. It's going to be a dream come true. Yeah. You get to purchase from me too. Cause like I, I mean, my first exposure, I think for Metroid is Metroid prime. And that's not even like, I, I didn't, I was aware of like, kind of like the, you know, the 2d versions of it. Um, but Metroid prime was the real first title mm-hmm. that I've actually like, kind of like played, um, I don't remember if I actually beat it though. Still, on the I don't game. either. <laughs> yeah, that's but this, this is going to be a buy for both of you guys this, this yeah. fall, oh, yeah. supposedly. So, yeah, got to get caught up for four, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played any of the Metroid Prime games. Um, yeah. I believe I owned it on Wii. Like, I, I I got a Wii sort of a little bit later in the game. Um, I didn't get like get it right at the launch, and I sort of like started collecting a bunch of games, and that was one of them. And I never got around to playing too much of it i only played a little bit of it so um i i'm just like listen nintendo just give me these <laughs> ports and 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 fix the controls right just fix yeah. the controls because mario galaxy apparently like the the best way to play that is to like uh, uh is to use the joy con separated and to use the motion stuff because yeah. i had a hard time sort of yeah. playing that handheld i didn't enjoy it as much um Skyward Sword, like I don't want to True. flick my thumbstick around, guys. Yeah, like, no. Let me I just use like normal controls, no Nintendo. That's around. and that's the that's the tough thing, right? Because these are all like Nintendo oh, people, motorists. <laughs> Come they're on, all, they're, they're all the <laughs> two and three are Wii games, right? And yeah, like, yeah. Very motion yeah. motion that's control based. So they need to rework yeah. that. Listen, I'll give you full retail price or whatever. You're probably gonna charge it anyways for each one. They are. They <laughs> and, are, and they can get away with it. Yeah. yeah, and they're gonna sit on them. I I think they're probably gonna sit on them and sort of like release them like sort of as as it as like I don't know every year or so. Yeah, I, I, I don't see oh, Metroid. I don't see yeah, Metroid Prime Four even hitting twenty twenty three, guys. Like I, I think it's yeah twenty twenty four and beyond potentially. And here's they had a restart, didn't they? Yeah. Was my, that? Here, uh, no, I'm saying here's what grinds my gears. Like oh, if yeah, if two and three are on the way, can you just like complete two and three and just release the whole damn thing in a yeah. trilogy package? Yeah, like yeah. come on. They'll they'll, they'll do like one of those Pokemon double packs where it's like 100 exactly bucks or something like that. Ah. But they won't because they know they can maximize profits by yes uh, releasing yeah like yeah. That. I mean, you know what? We were all dogging the whole Mario ports all into one and. uh for 60 bucks but now like yeah skyward sword for instance just just on its own and yeah yes. who knows what what subsequent zelda games will be um moving get away with it too so so i'm thinking that uh if if you know this ends up being true right right at the moment it's, it's a rumor but mm-hmm. jeff grubb's been pretty freaking reliable hasn't he uh yeah. so i'm gonna i'm gonna hold that grubby <laughs> grubby yeah he's at giant bomb now and yeah. i think he's does grub mornings or something every, every morning he has a show <laughs> morning um, grub morning grub i think that's what it is i don't know is what it? it is ah. no i don't know <laughs> i'll just say it <laughs> if not uh, i'm gonna copyright that if, yeah. if this does exist nintendo is sort of seems like they're sort of spreading out their showcases between minis and, and all sorts of things yeah. doesn't look like they have a traditional like e3-esque show this year so we just had the uh nintendo direct mini partner showcase that happened and 
were thinking that they didn't have any first party stuff. And I'm sort of thinking that like, if they do, maybe they do a first party showcase or another sort of like Nintendo direct mini at some point where they show yeah. some of these, these games from the first party. I slot. mean, they have to have like another one just to reveal if, you know, prime remaster is going to be like this, you know, coming fall or holiday season, mm -hmm. you'd imagine there'd have to be one more direct to kind of just surprise, surprise. Yeah. Maybe Here it is. I think so. <laughs> yeah. So um, they did have the Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase, though. That happened this week. Anything stand out to you guys? We joked about it, but Harvestella. <laughs> oh, yeah. Harvestella is going to be great. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. Honestly, it was all good stuff, but nothing immediately that I was like, oh, I'm going to buy that. You know, yeah. that, it, GameSpot came out with a article about how the Steam Deck has kind of taken a, a lot of the excitement from some of these Nintendo Direct announcements. And, you know, I'll say that outside of the headline, I haven't read the actual, like, you know, what the author's opinions on it, but I can mm. kind of, I can kind of see it. Um, just because, you know, Mir Automata, uh, Persona, all of those, you know, would be kind of like, megaton like announcements yes. uh for the switch but yes. they i think we are also learning that each of these games these third-party games are having a a steam kind of like version coming in and then at that point we know that the steam deck will probably be kind of more performant than the switch yep and it they kind of takes some of that some of that excitement out like near automata um for example right like has been yeah. out on pc and Mm -hmm. You can probably play it on the Steam Deck. Um, I don't know. I, I was just that's, thinking, that's like, a, what do you guys think Amida about that? Is, is a game that I'm not excited about playing on Switch. I, well, one, I've already I've already yeah. beaten it on, um, yeah. I think, the PS4 Pro, maybe. Uh, and because that because it's it's going to be compromised. Like, it's docked yeah. at, you know, 30 frames per second, I think, right. 1080p. And then hand, handheld, it's like 720p. Or, mm. And so, to me, it... it, it I mean, isn't handheld only 720p anyways? I, I might yeah, be. I think so. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I just feel like the frame rates, just like the yeah. overall fidelity is like, that's not the sort of game I, I necessarily want on, on Switch. Yeah. I'll tell you what, when it comes to portability and uh, ease of use and, and to play, like today, for instance, um, I am like going to the airport and I'm going to be waiting on my wife there while she goes gets through customs and all that stuff. I'm thinking about which handhelds to take, either the Steam yeah. Deck or the Switch. And <laughs> Switch, I'll play Cuphead. Steam Deck, I'll play Final Fantasy VI. But like the Steam Deck yeah. is just such a massive beast. Yeah, it is. Uh, it it feels more comfortable for me to play that at home. But it's also more performative. And I'd rather yeah. play a game like Persona. I'm sorry, uh, Near Automata on uh, on on the Steam Deck. Persona is a, yeah. originally yeah. a PS3 game. I have the Switch better handle that. And I, I think that game <laughs> would be fun. But I, like. Cuphead, for instance, I'm playing that on Switch right now. And the loading yeah. times are like really long, and I'm like, yeah, dang, I'm 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 sort of linked to my Switch account because that's where I play the game originally. Yeah. But I'd much rather yeah. play this game on the on the PS5, for instance. Yeah, yeah, it. I could see myself kind of like triple dipping on like Persona Five Royal yeah. just to play it on a on on a Steam Deck or 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 a Nintendo Switch. I'm I'm going to probably get the game retail at some point i'd like to show all the persona 5 copies i have i have a ps3 version <laughs> yeah. I, have I have two ps5 royals i have a ton so i'm gonna get the ps5 version as well um i'm gonna get yeah. all the retail versions of that game it's just a, a 
I don't know. It's just a thing I do. I'm crazy. Uh, as far as the Nintendo Direct Mini itself, it was about on par with what I sort of expected. Yeah. There were some cool things in there, like the Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. I think it's kind of cool. I don't know if I'll pick that up, to be honest with you, but it's, it seems like a lot of people are excited about that. Um, the Persona games, which I think the initial excitement was that, you know, was that at the Xbox show itself. But I think this was a big win for Nintendo. Like these games are like no. made for yeah. Nintendo. Uh, yeah. And so huge win for um, Nintendo Switch owners there. Uh, Harvestella, you mentioned. Yeah. What else My get? kids are going to flip out the, for the. Oh, the I'm portal. sorry. Go ahead, Jeremy. No, I was going to say the Portal collection as well. Oh, yeah. Like, is that the showcase? I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and I think Sunbreak too, Monster Hunter. I, and it's mm. like. Man, Monster Hunter looks so cool. I wish I could get into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We I have some kind of lame highlights because I, I was thinking about my kids and what they're gonna play. Uh, my kids are gonna be really excited about the uh, Disney. Oh gosh, what's the name? Oh of yeah, the little town sim thingy. Yeah, they yeah. like that kind of stuff. They loved Super Bomberman, so Super Bomberman Two is coming out. They're gonna love that. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's Mario versus Rat or Mario plus Rabbids. I mean, little things like that. My kids are just going to absolutely Dragon more. Dragon Quest uh, Treasures. I think it's what it's called. Looks kind of interesting, too. Oh, yeah. Um, not your typical Dragon Quest game. It looks like it's more focused on like treasure hunting. Um, well, that's what. Yeah, and, and little and bit animation. Of, yeah, I think it, almost kind of like a monster collection, too. Um, yeah. But yeah. Oh, so there's I, I, think, I think it was a pretty decent showcase for the nintendo switch audience like yeah as for me oh yeah um, reading it for myself not a, not a ton there for myself but i think like overall i think nintendo fans gotta be pretty happy uh if about that yeah if you're a nintendo only console gamer or, or gamer um there was a lot there yeah for you to kind you're of having like, yeah, yeah potentially enjoy yeah oh man that this week uh there were rumors swirling that <laughs> Sony Santa Monica was ready to announce the God of War release date, as well as potentially um, the various editions, like collector's edition, special yeah. editions, and stuff like that. And apparently that was the plan, but at, at some point, something changed, right? So I think both yeah. Bloomberg was reporting this, as well as that mm. uh, account of the snitch that's been leaking a lot of stuff, and they've been 100% right up to this point. Um, so yeah. that was a plan, and you can sort of, tell that that was a plan because Corey Barlog has been on he's back on Twitter welcome back Corey and welcome. he's been very active in sort of responding like listen if it was up to me I'd love to show you guys everything but like it's not up to me yep. stuff will be there be patient um and they've had to sort of like send these messages multiple times both from Corey's account as well as the Sony Santa, Santa Monica account tweeted yeah. that their developers are getting harassed. People are literally sending dick pics to developers as Come a, on. hey, I'll send you a dick pic to... <laughs> like that's the currency anybody wants. Realistically, <laughs> does anyone fucking want that? Like, come on. Oh, gosh, it's um, horrible. So, so there idiots. are... So, so there is a, a very toxic, over-eager, yeah. um, awful... Part of the fan base that that's yeah. harassing the developer and doing yeah. the absolute opposite of what you should be to, doing. To to quote Tiffany Haddish, "Thirst is the worst." <laughs> Thirst is the worst. Yes, that's how I'm gonna start bartering with my wife. Megan, I'll send you this if you just give me some dinner on the way home. Um, She's all, please don't. 
So what's your don't do that. Yeah, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just caught up. It's not parking handy. Um, and, you know, my response to it is like, listen, God of War Ragnarok is my most anticipated oh, game. Oh, yeah. But I know the team's working on it. Mm-hmm. I, I know it's going to come. If it gets delayed, yeah. that's going to be absolutely yeah. awful. But it's, it's sort of a reality that we've sort of just been accustomed to over the last, like, two and a half years. It, it could get it delayed, is. but, like, it's going to come out, and I think it's going to be pretty incredible. Oh, yeah. um, and I'm very excited about it. Let them do their thing. Obviously, they're not going to let fan pressure and mm. and and uh, sexual harassment and those sorts yeah. of messages incentivize them to to do yeah. anything differently. Like they got a marketing plan around it. There's there's a whole campaign. There's probably a whole set of blog series that they're doing. Um, set of, of trailers that they're going to drop. Stop being so freaking overeager. Yeah. Um, we've also seen that Sony's been a lot quieter in in their marketing leading up to games. Uh, they will stay silent for months at a time, and then you will get a lot of stuff. We saw that with yeah. Ratchet and Clank. We saw it with like Returnal. We certainly saw it with Horizon, where every other week they were doing a new blog post for it, leading up to it, like in the like the two months leading up to it. So. Mm-hmm. You will get stuff as it gets closer to release. Um, it's been rated now in a couple of countries. It's we're pretty close. I think it's going to happen yeah. this year. And Corey himself yeah. has said uh, he has they've denied they've that it's it. not that it's not delayed. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, in his he, last tweet, he said Ragnarok is coming, mother effers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, he said motherfuckers. The toxicity <laughs> is just inexcusable. Um, yes. And 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 the worst part about it is a lot of that like a lot of that angst that anger that toxicity just came off of like a leak like it wasn't even yeah. from like it, it's yeah. not like even like an officially like announced thing that the release date you know was going to be announced that day yeah. it was leaked and and you know to for them to have that toxicity it's just like it, it's inexcusable I, i'd have to yeah. think you know them knowing that this was going to be one of the biggest releases of the year that he, you know, they probably maybe wanted, you know, more, more, more time and headspace um, to kind of generate that, that marketing hype cycle. And you'd have to imagine that they kind of would want to treat it like Horizon Forbidden West, which had a whole like, kind of like countdown. Yeah. Can, can I also it. say that this is, this is a possibility. I know PlayStation has moved events before, yeah. I believe when like, uh, serious world events or events here in the u.s have happened and we had um the roe versus wade decision that rocked Mm -hmm. the world um i mean this country yeah just a week ago right so i I wonder if this was a didn't want to take any attention off of that yeah you you have studios yeah and then you have the studios kind of you know all kind of in solidarity yeah, and, like, and, and I wonder if like that had something to do with it where, you know, like, hey, you know, this just isn't a good week for it. Like we've heard. Yeah, yeah. we've seen games uh, get delayed, uh, such as um, uh, God, advanced advanced wars one and two reboot. Right. That's been delayed yeah. indefinitely. Um, mm. And real world events have obviously COVID is a big one. Right. But like Stalker two has been sort of delayed in, indefinitely because the war that's happening in Ukraine. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I know Sony is, has been very sensitive. We'll talk about this actually in a second when we talk about Final Fantasy, where Final Fantasy 16 was initially 
supposed to be shown earlier, but because of the war and the game having a lot of strong war themes, they decided mm. that it just wasn't in the best taste to do that. And Sony was respect, um, res- yeah. re- re- respect, respectful of that? Respectful. Responsive. Yeah, what the hell was I going to say? Rest <laughs> something. Anyways. They're being um, respectful of current events. Yeah. And so who knows? Who knows if they decided something else happened? It's gonna. It's bound to happen, guys. It's bound to yeah. happen yeah. anytime now. Let the developers do their thing. Don't be an asshole. Besides yeah. being an asshole well, and and toxic, right? Like I'm. I'm sort of taking like the Zen approach to it. Are you guys with me there, or are you guys kind of just like, oh? But I really want it. Where Where are you at with it, Kevin? Of course. I mean, I again, it is what it is. I live by a mindset of me me pressuring somebody or being a jerk about something isn't going to make it happen any sooner. So it's like I'm not going to go you know, bash on devs who have absolutely no control over the, the release date. You know, it's like, I mean, obviously, like, cause you're not a POS, but do, do I mean, do I, I'm, what I mean is like, do you, uh, are you, are you, cons- delayed, are you concerned? Are you, are, are you concerned or, or worried or over eager? Like, no, okay. no, I'm just going to take whatever information they give us whenever they give it to us. If it's delayed till next year, it's delayed till next year. If it comes out this year. Awesome. I can't wait for it. Uh, but you know, while, while you guys are talking, I was just thinking what, what's so sad to me is obviously the behavior is inexcusable and it's gross on, on the toxic fan base part. Um, but what's even sadder is that they're just harassing random employees that who's to say these guys even know when the release date is, you know, they know when they have to finish certain things by, but they don't maybe even know the release date, you know, maybe just, only the heads know that release yeah. date. Yeah, they're just they're just focusing on finishing the game. Yeah, like, you're just harassing on. people trying to do their job. You know, yeah. it's just sad, um, and it really reminds me of of the Star Wars fan base where toxicity just runs rampant in a lot of fan bases that supposedly yeah. love their exactly. thing that they're supposed to love, and they just treat people like garbage, and it just makes us all look bad. You know, it yeah. makes it makes men look bad, it makes gamers look bad, it makes people in that fan base look bad, and it's just sad for all of us. So and it's we, a loss. We've seen a couple instances of that. Um, Ron Gilbert of uh, Monkey Island, uh, they have are no longer going to be engaging with the community in, in terms of uh, yep. talking about the game and all that because they've released a lot of harassment for that game and, yeah. uh, from, from fans. And it's like, it's horrible. It's one thing, it's one thing to be passionate and it's one thing to have a critique on, on something, right? Like we do that. We, we are passionate here and yeah. we will critique, uh, art direction and stuff like that. But like we do it in a sort of constructive way. Yes. Versus in a harassing, uh, trying to force the hand of the developer way. It's like, no, shut the hell up and let them do their thing. Like the whole Sonic thing where Sonic got the redesign has like, like really made a lot of people braver and and feel more powerful than they think they actually are. It's like, it's one thing where like that Sonic was a, a, was horrendous sorry jeremy go ahead yes he was. no i was just gonna say it's like it's like sonic and and the the snyder cut of yeah that have just kind of i feel like have emboldened kind of like fan base to you know be kind of the way that yeah it's like well you're not always going to get your way yeah well and it's sad to see things like for instance just the most recent thing that happened with uh you know, I mean, people sending pictures of privates and whatnot to random devs at at Sony Santa Monica, or or people getting feeling so emboldened that they can go and reach out directly to like actors, for instance, from like Obi Wan, you know, and tell them that they're like a they're only being cast because of their ethnicity and they have no talent yeah. or things like. It's like just who thinks that's a good idea, 
You know, it's like what what fan of Star Wars or of a game or of a platform is is the person that goes in and says, you know what, I'm going to say something horrible to this person for absolutely no reason. Right? Well, you know, it's like because in, in their mind they believe that that's a truth. These people are, are are so extreme that they 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 see that as a truth to them. Yeah, and they feel that if they speak up enough, that their truth will overcome. Yeah, but but they're they're obviously blinded that's with so sad with with with, with hate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gosh, that's speak, sad. Speaking of rumors, there have been a lot of rumors. I feel like every PlayStation showcase, um, there are rumors. <laughs> I feel like we've even like been hopeful of like Infamous or like a Sly, Sly Cooper yeah. return um, being worked on either at Sucker Punch or uh, another team. I felt like there were some pretty heavy rumors of Sly Cooper and uh, Pixel Opus working on Sly Cooper in mm -hmm. conjunction with like a movie. I went and like Googled that and there's like some bigger outlets that have like reported on this like rumor, right? I don't think like we've ever like really talked about it here. Um, and Sucker Punch this week had to come out with a statement that said, <laughs> we are, our, our team is growing. We're celebrating 25 or close to 25 years. While we love Infamous and Sly Cooper and they're near and dear to our hearts, we are not working on these games and neither are, are any other studios. And it's like they have to say that because these rumors oh. have yeah. ran ran so wild where, you know, yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, the last PlayStation showcase, people were expecting Infamous. I, I thought when we saw that electricity in the yeah. uh, trailer on the yeah. light pole, that was a fake out. That really looked like an infamous yeah. uh, sort of scene. So <laughs> I was, I, um, I've been of the mind that Sucker Punch is working on a ghost sequel is where I've been yeah. at, but I thought maybe Sly Cooper might be picked up at another studio and they just put the kibosh on that. Yeah. What, um, what are your thoughts, Jeremy? I was going to say, like, I did not hear about that Pixel Opus um, rumor. And yeah. that would have made sense given that they were working in collaboration with Sony Pictures Animation um, mm. on, on a property. So if that was, you know, Sly Cooper, that actually would have made sense because I, I think at the time, right, they were working on a Ratchet and Clank animated movie and a Sly, uh, Sly Cooper movie. And uh, that one kind of just kind of went on the on the back burner um but I, you know at a certain extent too sly cooper i think you know sanzaru before they were purchased by meta or facebook um they, i think they had a pitch for 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 one and it's not like they did a bad job making you know the whatever the previous iteration was yeah or it's did, not did like they work on the remakes or the remasters I think they might have worked on the remasters and the 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 previous. They definitely one. did Thieves in Time. Yeah, they definitely did that one, and that one I think wasn't you know it, it, I think it was received well uh, for them to actually kind of like pitch a, a sequel to it, and I think it you know it obviously didn't get picked up. Um, I don't know. I, I I think it kind of makes sense uh, it, that you know Sucker Punch has seemingly kind of like moved on. From yeah. those two properties, um, the kind of like how Naughty Dog has kind of moved on from you know Jack and Daxter, um, mm -hmm. and I, you know I, I can kind of understand from the point of Sony kind of like has so many legacy franchises and IPs that they can fall back on that have tragically have just kind of like they haven't done anything with them. Yeah, um, from that kind of standpoint, but 
but then it really comes to it like let me let me ask you a, a question jeremy and then i'll ask kevin a question what would you rather have what what, what would you rather had last of us part two or um and a new jack and daxter last of us part two mm. kevin what would you rather have next a ghost sequel or infamous or sly cooper oh man see that's hard because i loved Infamous. <laughs> <It's so hard. laughs> um, that was a little bit tougher that, one's a that is tougher. a little tougher uh okay, oh, I, oh, let's make it easier okay. okay all right ghost sequel or sly cooper oh ghost 100 and that's the thing it's like <laughs> i would much rather and, and i'm with both of you guys there i would much rather like well i really like sly cooper i never played the jack and daxter games um that's the one mascot game that i i didn't play from sony i played ratchet games i played the sly cooper games gotta catch up on jack and daxter at some point but like i would much rather have these these more sort of mature mature themes these more yeah realistic yeah. sort of scenarios not necessarily but i'd rather have those than like the more family-friendly platforming sort of games and yeah and they just that, that it just appeals to me personally but yeah. infamous I, I feel like there's still some juice in infamous man there is there is there is um and, and to a certain extent i think sony from a first party standpoint a lot of those like um uh, age-friendly like games uh you probably family friendly games probably you get from asobi studios pixel opus uh mm. but i feel like a lot of that market has kind of just like shifted to nintendo because they do a good job of it yeah and, and we've talked about this in in previous episodes like playstation still wants some of that yeah they, they don't want xbox certainly does and Oh shoot! Speaking of, I, I started playing Banjo Kazooie too as well, and <laughs> and and Gears of War Ultimate Edition. I played a lot of like I've 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 been jumping around, um, but Xbox wants that as well. Like that's why uh, the the Activision Blizzard King deal. I think mm -hmm. they're getting like a lot of the casual gamers into their ecosystem with like the King side of things. Um, well, it's even crazier too is that with that acquisition, right? They get Spyro and Crash. So mm -hmm. they got a lot of potential there. But despite Nintendo having pretty strong ownership of that area, I, I feel like both Xbox and PlayStation want to expand their core bases. And yeah. part of that is getting into the casual market via mobile, via family-friendly games, and, and, and so on. So I wouldn't say that these games are, are, are dead entirely, but um, mm. <laughs> some point. I feel like I don't know. I feel like maybe like obviously Ratchet's still going, but I feel like I don't yeah. know. I, I I feel like Jack and Dexter has more going for it than yeah. Sly Cooper. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I would love to see Jack and Dexter make a comeback. I feel like Jack and Dexter has a lot more like opportunities like game wise, and I feel like Sly Cooper has a lot more cross media opportunities in terms mm -hmm. of like an animated series, an animated movie, rather than a game. Personally yeah all righty last one on our quick little combos thing cs stars anywhere on your guys's radar yeah no yes sadly. for jeremy no for kevin <laughs> so cs stars uh game by sabotage studios it's kind of got that really cool old school um i don't know almost looks like chrono trigger like art style top down that sort of 2. rpg 5d 2.5d yeah. they call it is that yeah. uh something something hd i forget what the, the term is the octopath traveler it's not quite yeah. octopath traveler style anyways beautiful art style game um was slated to be released in 2022 
but it has now been delayed to 2023. Kevin, get that game on your radar, bro. I'm going to look it up right now. Especially if you like Suikoden or Suikoden, however you pronounce it. Wait, get you like. If you like, I feel like in this episode, there's a lot of like terminology that has yeah. like different pronunciation. Like, I started it. I am really Google sorry. Yeah. how to pronounce Guys, it's been a couple of weeks now, but there's been a lot of Final Fantasy news. And, and listen, I know we missed that last episode where Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Final, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII mm. Reunion. Mm. Uh, were announced and we got a lot mm. of Final Fantasy 16 news, but I don't care. We're talking about them now. I know they're mm. a week old. You've, you've heard about them a while. Um, Jeremy, are you able to pull up the Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth trailer as I sort of like talk about nah, the event? Crazy. All right. So Final Fantasy 7 celebrated its 25th anniversary and they did a stream where mm. they announced a bunch of merch. They announced like mobile games. They announced the uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy 7 Reunion, yes. which is essentially a remaster of Crisis Core, which is awesome for all yes. consoles, basically yes. all consoles and, and Steam, and ended off with an absolute banger of an announcement. Final oh. Fantasy 7 Rebirth, which is essentially parts two, uh, coming winter, sorry, next winter is what they're calling it, which by the way, winter is what, December through mm-hmm. March? Whoa, mm-hmm. Jeremy, I... You yeah. are on mute, and you're on mute. Yeah, no. Uh, going all right, crazy. maybe I'll maybe I'll share the screen. But uh, let me try this. Man, again. let's try this again. But the they've now confirmed. Oh, there you go. Ooh, I think it's ooh. It, you know, I think I'm going crazy on my end. Guys, we're gonna get to play as. <sighs> yeah, yeah. I, so play as I'm getting a little lag on my end. No worries. So I want to turn it over to you, Kevin, right now, mm. because mm. I haven't beaten the original Final Fantasy VII. And I was going to ask you to tell me what the hell is going on. Uh, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I think that's the thing. We don't even know what's going on. With, okay, okay. <laughs> well, because like, who's talking? Generally about- speaking, though, that looks like. I mean, sorry, Jeremy. Are you saying we don't know what's going on? Like, obviously, we don't know how they're going to change yeah. everything. Yeah. But this this looks like you know they're going to Mount Nibble. I think Nibble right Nibble. in like a in a in a flashback in the original one, because uh, originally in his mind he worked closely with Sephiroth um, and went on this mission and you know he Cloud? he mentions thinking people while, was dead. This is while yeah. Sephiroth was like a soldier, right? Like yes, before he went batshit crazy for yes. another. So in in the original game, you get to fight with him, uh, and all his attacks do nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine damage. He takes out dragons and stuff without any issue. Yeah. Uh, and, and, oh my gosh, it's going to be so much fun to get to actually control him in, uh, in battle, even if it's yeah. for a short amount of time. So, yes. so it seems like the game is sort of hinting at, you know, nothing like fate is not like definitive fate yeah. can be changed. Uh, and I, I don't know whose voice that was somewhere in, in the trailer where they said, They're, wait, what do you mean? Am I like a fake or something at, like that? Am I, yeah, stand, was, is that Aerith? was that yeah. Tifa? Yeah, that, was that from the original? I I, th- I thought I heard that that was from a, a line in Final Fantasy VII remake. So that is that's I think that's a new one, and I think I think that because okay, so so no spoiler uh, version is he has a a lot of flashbacks 
um, at some point in the game. And some of those flashbacks included going on missions with uh, Sephiroth or a specific mission with Sephiroth. Uh, and he sees Tifa there in a younger version, uh, and she's like a tour guide, essentially. Uh, And that's like her job. Uh, And then Sephiroth slowly deteriorates through that flashback, and and he thinks that Tifa dies. Uh, And so that's what he was referencing is, but it seems like maybe they're going to change sort of how that event plays out. Cloud is a bit of a unreliable narrator. Uh, oh, a historian. <laughs> yes, he remembers things a certain way that aren't necessarily 100% accurate. Yeah, it, it's hard to do it without like kind of like spoiling kind yeah. of why the way he is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I mean, I, I was going to say, like, I, I'm, listen, it's been 25 yeah. years. I, I, yeah. I, it's it's on me and anyone else who hasn't played it right. <laughs> but it's yeah. on my list to play this year is to play through the entire, like, fi- yeah. actually finish it. I've never yeah, really do it. finished it's it. It's so good. Um, well, to appreciate the the rebirth and the the third game, which doesn't have a title yet. Yeah, I mean, part of it is just kind of like you know, Cloud as a character, like his experience with Zach has just kind of given him like <laughs> almost a lifetime's worth of PTSD. Yeah, um, yeah. as well as you know, kind of like the event that they kind of allude here um, with uh, you know with him and Sephiroth and uh, going to Nibble Nibbleheim. Um, I think it was called. Yeah, I think uh, Nibelheim was the town yeah. and Mount Nibble was the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, got it. It's now I need so to look long. that up. Yeah. So the snitch actually leaked prior to the events. He did leak Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII mm, Reunion, uh, essentially coming out to all platforms. But it, it was just a vague picture of, of Zach and Cloud where a lot of people assumed... Because... Yeah. I was about to say something that might spoil the new games, but I'm not. Um <laughs> A lot of people assumed both ways that we're getting a Crisis Core remaster as well as yeah. Part Two is going to be announced, and now it's going to be on all platforms. Yeah. So there were mm-hmm. there were a lot of people that got their hopes up on the Xbox side of things, where this game will finally they will finally get announced that the the Final Fantasy VII remake is coming to Xbox as well yeah. as this next game is going to be coming to all platforms as well. And that was, I feel like that was one of the bigger conversations that happened after the fact that a lot of people got their hopes up that it's yeah. not coming. And yeah. frankly, it just a lot of really, really, really annoying rhetoric from people that yeah. claim <laughs> that they have more, all consoles, right? Like they're clearly like Xbox, like uh, commentators and mm, have yeah. Xbox channels and all sorts of things, or just gamers that claim that they, they're neutral and have all consoles yet are saying you know f playstation f uh, mm. square enix and it's like if you're gonna get mad at anyone maybe get mad at sony i guess because yeah square yeah. enix does not hate xbox like yeah. octopath traveler is on xbox <laughs> game pass and it is still not on playstation harvestella is on announced for switch right now and it's not announced for xbox or playstation yeah. it's a switch game and they're like we don't know why Square does what it does. Obviously, I think Square would yeah. probably want to put this on all platforms. But if you're going to get mad at anyone, get mad at Sony for being aggressive and giving a, a bag of money yeah. to Square and saying, it will be in your best interest to focus on one platform right now. That's yeah. our platform and not put it anywhere else. Yeah, I, I think, you know, Sony, I think you can kind of see they probably have locked down a lot of the mainline uh, Final Fantasy games mm. um, yeah 
And and here's the thing: if you're a Final Fantasy fan and you've chosen to only get Xbox, why? Right? <laughs> yeah. If if you're if you're a big Final Fantasy fan and you only yeah. have an Xbox, now now you can say, hey Daniel, like you're you're being a bit of an asshole because not everyone can afford every console. Absolutely true, right? But like you can go and go out and get yourself a used PS4 for like probably under 200 bucks, less than less than whatever the new consoles. I'm not saying choose that over a new console, but like you could there are ways to do that as well as the it's available on PC um now the, the for, i'm sorry the the remake is available on pc now yep. very expensive price by the way I, i'm <laughs> considering i'm considering yeah. buying it to play it on my steam deck but i'm like i don't yeah. know if i want oh. to drop it was it was 70 bucks originally but i don't know if i want to drop 50 bucks right now on yeah on the game that yeah, was right. like given away on ps plus for free and stuff like that mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. if you're that big of a final fantasy fan you're just like you obviously aren't getting the, the console that yeah. that's sort of aligned with that franchise it's like being a bayonetta fan and not owning a um a nintendo switch it's I like know. one thing i will say though is like it's kind of funny that Square decided to also release Crisis Core on all platforms, given the fact that uh, you can't even play the remakes anywhere else. Because that they, so they didn't get a big, because PlayStation probably looked at them and they're like, no, nah, that, that could go to everyone. Oh, yeah, no, they no. Didn't, no. They didn't get the big I'm, bag of money. I, I, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm totally like, <laughs> that. that is 99% probably the case of it. It's just kind of funny that it's just like, Hey, you guys get the prequel, but you're not gonna see how it pays off. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> now I think, so good, I think dude. they'll eventually. I think they'll eventually come out. And listen, I want them to come out onto like this is a this yeah. is a franchise. This is probably one of my favorite um, yes. uh, franchises, Final Fantasy in general. Um, and I want it to come out to all consoles. But like, obviously, PlayStation saw a lot of value here and got very aggressive and made a move. Yeah, just as they've made moves for par- other partnerships with Bethesda, just as they've been aggressive and made moves to lock down um, uh, developers to acquire them, just as Microsoft did. It's it, it is a part of the business, love it or hate it. It yeah. is a part of the business to drive value and, and a value proposition towards your console by saying, "Hey, it's going to land on on PlayStation first. Now, whether you love time exclusives or not, like I'm not anti exclusives. I actually think exclusives are cool and actually give a reason for you to. Um, yeah jump into things like i i say that like i now associate obviously bethesda games um and western rpgs just in general with xbox like i um part of what i'm going to do later this year is play the witcher 3 and i've got that on xbox it's probably going to have a better arcade path like i'm sorry upgrade path and i associate western rpgs not all of them but most of them with xbox i obviously associate bethesda games with xbox and that's my home to play them there and i think more of the jrpgs like that's the more of them live on nintendo and playstation even though that they're even though xbox is getting some like great ones to to game pass like yeah 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 Yeah. i got cyberpunk on the xbox It just felt like an Xbox kind of game. Yeah. I, I got yeah. it on PlayStation and PC, but it just it just felt like an Xbox <laughs> ass game. Um, like, and people have preferences. Like, yeah. So obviously, people are gonna be butthurt about this, but like, come on. You're you're letting your yeah. you're you're letting your inner fanboy that you're trying to suppress so hard yes. out yes. In, during moments like this. Um, and Can I just listen. so? Sorry, go on. No, no, no. I, I'm. That's probably a good point to stop my rant. I was just going to rant, uh, randomly bring up that uh, I'm really excited about Crisis Core. And I've got this uh, collector's edition from 2008 
that uh oh, oh, my <laughs> crisis core my crisis so core and my advent beautiful. children uh oh, i forgot cartridge. they had advent children on there <laughs> and i remember feeling so cool putting advent children in watching a movie on my psp yeah was like, damn this is the future yeah. Up until recently, I believe Gamefly Gamefly was still selling used UMDs for movies and stuff like that. That's yeah, that's funny, dude. <laughs> I just realized um, I put the sticker on upside down. <laughs> so yeah, back to the games. I'm I'm immensely excited for them. Now it says next winter. People see next winter and think November 2022. Yep. I guarantee yep. you this game is going to miss 2022. It's gonna be a, a spring pushed. <laughs> It's yeah. gonna be like a spring or summer 2023 yeah. game. It's gonna yeah. be now. They did say that they're already working on the third one, third even, one. and they become more efficient at, at these. So obviously the turnaround time is not going to be as bad as the original one was. Yeah. Um, at some so. point, you think, yeah, they probably after the first game have their pipeline established, and they're probably sharing assets with you know oh, between yeah. the two teams, the enemies and stuff like that. I mean, they got the combat system down already, right? Like, it's really just kind of like creating the new environments, um, yeah, and enemy types. Give me more of it. Give me more of all. Yeah, I, yes. Like, you innovate if you want to add new features. I'm like, they they did that a little <laughs> bit with integrate, right? I, they're yeah. gonna do that anyways. Great. I just want more of it. I just want yeah. the full story. I and. Yeah, no, I was just gonna say that I think you know Final Fantasy VII Remake was just that perfect blend of of you know the the turn based uh, combat system that they had previously and yes. like a, a real time like oh, combat system beautiful. as well. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. I just can't wait. I cannot wait to see how they're going to shift the story because because obviously yeah. uh, again, D uh, Daniel, when you play through Final Fantasy VII, you're gonna be like, oh man, that's so cool. Uh, if you go back and play uh remake uh because it is fun to see like the really minuscule changes uh in comparison to the huge changes yeah and see kind of where they're going with that uh, where where the whole nothing set in stone really does apply because it really yeah. is telling a whole new story yeah with yeah. elements from the original story which that, is, and that just like cool idea that just get just you gotta you gotta give a hand to Aerith, man yes. i mean like yes knowing the things that she knows it's just like damn yeah you're the yeah, main man. Character. You are the main character. <laughs> I can't you, wait to see how that all plays out. Yeah. Are you more excited about this than Final Fantasy 16? Oh, that's tough. I think so, to be honest yeah, with you. Slightly, I mean, I'm going to love slightly. them both. But yes, I think I'm more excited about Rebirth than 16. Yeah. I can't wait to play 16. Yeah. But but Rebirth, I think, is... Uh, I've got faith top. in... Yeah, I've got faith in Yoshi P. But from a nostalgia, oh, yeah. like standpoint and seeing how they ended you know part one of the remake yeah. like i do have a little bit more excitement yeah. for um for yeah part two yes well and uh, i agree not to go into all the crazy lore but just just again the characters they introduced earlier yeah. than they should have the characters they saved that won't be mentioned uh yeah. the characters that you fight against as enemies that yeah. uh lore wise are pretty big and, um, and the uh the places that they haven't been to yet Rebirth is going to be wild. Yeah. And third one. What do you think the third title is going to be? Returnal. Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> the Returnal. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Let's say there's, there's, there's Resurrection, right? There's, Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, there's Remake, yeah. Rebirth, Resurrection. resurrection yeah. You know, Resurrection is a is a popular subtitle for a lot of things. That is. It yeah. is. Is it? Oh, man. That's so well, you know, Matrix, Resurrection. Oh, yeah. Like, that's right. There's a lot Reloaded. of... Reloaded. Like, 
Can I just say Resurrections was like, <sighs> yeah. yeah. I was pretty let down. Yeah. Sorry, side note. Yeah. Hey, so speaking of Final Fantasy uh, 16. AC, AC on. Sorry about that. It's getting yeah. it's getting hot in here as we're talking about yeah. Final Fantasy here. Speaking fan. of Final Fantasy 16, we got some new details from uh, in various interviews that Yoshi P has done. Um, so let's just kind of run through them really quickly. It will not yeah. be open world and it'll instead have dedicated areas because he feels that open world tends to limit you to one yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, Starfield has something to say about that, Yoshi P. <laughs> uh, Thousand planets, Yoshi P. <laughs> you can ride uh, your summons into the stars and go off <laughs> right. to other planets. Yeah. Uh, we talked about this earlier, and um, this is going to be the first mainline game that has a mature rating. It's going to be the yes, first mainline game mm, girl. that has an M mm. rating. In my um, veins. And speaking of that, uh, in an interview with GameSpot, Yoshi P says, when trying to tell a story with difficult adult themes, these ratings... These ratings can end up becoming somewhat of a hindrance, and you find yourself changing things you want to do in games based on that rating. You want to show something, but because uh, you have the certain rating that you need to go to, you have more. Yeah, sorry, you need to move the camera away. And that ends up making the entire experience feel a little bit cheaper. End quote. Nope, so nope. that is very very exciting to me is give me those mature yeah. adult themes mm -hmm. give me i listen i don't want to see like I, this doesn't need to be doom or anything like that yeah, right yeah, yeah. i don't need it need to be super gory or anything like that but yeah. like give me the brutality that mm -hmm. like game of thrones has for instance it yeah. does yeah. have those fantasy themes and maybe you're in, in, inspired by some of that stuff maybe like, sometimes you can't overcome a foe with the power of friendship. Yes. Sometimes <laughs> your friends end up dying in battle. Yeah. And it's sometimes, sad. Yeah. Sometimes you can't power hurts. level. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of friendship, you will be joined by party members, but they will be AI controlled <laughs> and not playable. So they popular they've... franchises such as Kingdom Hearts and Disney. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> it's like I mature rating was... with like Mickey Mouse, like slaughtering it... someone. And I think that was Don't a lot die, of people's bitch. like um, concerns too with the game was that are you just going to be Clive? Like, is it just going to be Clive? Because all all they've shown is is just him. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and without any party members. And, and, but I and feel we like talked about be that, right? Trailer. Yeah. We talked about that. It's like, do you get your variety from like the various Acons? Is it called Acon? Like the rapper or the singer Acon? <laughs> A or Econs? 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 Icons? Icons? I, I don't know. I icons. The summons. They, the summons they, they always e have a different term for that. Yeah. Yeah. What's with us with pronunciation this episode? We're I can't. Don't get it, it together. We, we got we got a bit of a we got we we got podcast. Rust. Let's talk about Final Fantasy IX's Eidolons. How do you pronounce that one? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, people have been upset with. Uh, or, or, or laughing at the name Clive. It's probably not the most original name, but listen, I'll take Clive over Titus any day of the week, right? <laughs> By the way, I'm not, I refuse to call him Titus. He has yeah. Titus. He will He's forever Titus be to Titus. Me forever. Too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's never going to be Titus. Uh, no. Lastly, it will have Titus English English Baca. accents. It will not have any American accents as they believe that that sort of takes you out of like the immersion of the fantasy setting. Uh, yeah. Typically Wait, doesn't bother. <laughs> yeah. The for, for, the, for, the, you for the dub for the for the yeah for the dub yeah be... it's it's like it's like you don't want to hear that's a motherfucking dragon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true okay that's i am true. still hyper forespoken yeah also i know i would never complain about english accents they sound awesome yeah 
Yeah, so um, I don't know. From what we've seen, I, I'm trying to recall even the accents in the trailers that we've seen. Yeah, um, it, it seems fine. It's it's I'm I'm not bothered either way. Uh, this is a fight for our lives. We could do it, bros. Yeah, <laughs> with the power of friendship. Uh, lastly, power of friendship. lastly, action-based battle system similar to Kingdom Hearts. And uh, then before lastly, um, he also revealed that the uh, the summon battles will play out differently which is very interesting Ooh, what so they won't mean? they won't play out the same like i think they all i think he mentioned that they would have like different types of gameplay oh that's exciting yeah so like sorry sorry like from summon to summon there'll be different types of like well because you know how they kind of like in the trailer they they kind of allude that you will be fighting against like these other people who yeah. in turn are like well Change big kaiju battles yeah yes yeah. and that he said that that you know will play differently from battle battle like they won't be like the same like i think he mentioned like one of them will be more akin to like a fighting game or something like that whereas like you know they won't all be like the end of god of war where there's a uh, two health bars and you're just fighting like <laughs> <laughs> yeah doing like a hadouken with a with yeah. helmet <laughs> um uh, guys what are any other thoughts on final fantasy 16 it's gonna be amazing. I cannot wait. Yeah. Hashtag jazz. <laughs> yeah. Like you get so I mean, you know, if they're able to like keep their promise, right? Like yes. which they won't, which they won't, but I'm just saying in a year you could potentially have Final Fantasy sixteen in the summer oh gosh. and Final Fantasy seven remake uh or rebirth in That's... the winter. Like a wild it could be a February release for if, yeah. if they hit their target, like, even it then, could be a February release. Even yeah. then, if you give oh it, gosh. even if rebirth goes to spring, like we feasting, boys. Yes, even if, even if it gamers. goes, I'm gonna go even Ladies. further. Even if it goes fall 2023, we're feasting to have two yeah, big, yes. like mainline yeah. Final yeah. Fantasy games back to back and Crisis day. Core. Yeah, and the Crisis, and core, Crisis core, which I am so excited about. That's this winter. Yeah. So what do you guys think? It's gonna probably online in February with all the other games that are gonna get. Oh, I really hope so. <laughs> Honestly, I hope that they said this winter. I hope it drops this year, just randomly. I hope so too. Yeah, I'm sure it's gonna hit this year. You think um, it's gonna hit this year? It's it's a it's a smaller scope, obviously. Yeah. Than yeah. These bigger projects. Yeah. I hope you guys are ready for Genesis. Yeah, you guys aren't ready for the bad voice acting if you've never played this game, by the way. <laughs> it's one of the, the better parts of this game is the bad voice acting. So bad it's good. It is yeah. so bad that it's good. I mean, yeah. you can kind of hear it. Like, Zach himself I is kind of cheesy. Zach here. Zach. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be a hero. Yeah. Soldier, first glance. Talk about, talk about the power of friendship. <laughs> I'm going to defeat you, Sephiroth, with the power of friendship. <laughs> and with Mickey. my trusty bell, clout. I believe this one is going to be more of a remaster. It's not going to be like a remake where they, yeah. I mean, they, yeah. I, I imagine they could probably change like the ending a little bit yeah. um, or add like a scene or something like that to it, but yeah. it's not going yeah. to like vastly try to like reconstruct the game. Like the, the, the gameplay itself from like the trailer looks yeah. very much like the battle system yeah. and, and the trailers and everything. Yeah. Prepare for shit not to make sense because of some characters that they introduced that, yes. you know, that is a whole well, compilation. That's it. That's a given in Final Fantasy to begin with. That's though. true. I don't know if that's you true. remember much about that game, but they had this really strange slot system when yeah. you're in the battle. <laughs> I don't like, even remember that's, how that that's worked. That's the number one I thing I remember about the battle. I beat the game, but I, yeah, I don't even remember how it worked. 
I don't remember that. I just remember there being a really strange bar at the bottom right of the screen that I saw in the trailer uh, where it's like your item bar slash attack bar. And I I don't think I I don't remember liking that very much. Kind of a shame that they couldn't like implement slightly newer controls or just implement the combat system from remake. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we're asking for too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that'd be increasing the scope. That would be. (laughs) So. Our other favorite boy we like talking about, yes, Hidetaka Miyazaki at From Software, uh, had, uh, let's see, I believe he had interviews. I'm going to read directly from Andy Robinson at VGC, who writes, Elden Ring director and From President Hidetaka Miyazaki did that in four gamer interview on Friday, revealing that in development games being, sorry, that the in-development games being were being helped by different directors. This is a quote from Miyazaki. Quote, Very. as I have said in several interviews, the fact that we have been able to create a title of the scale of Elden Ring now is largely due to the expansion of staff within the company. But I think that from now on, we will be entrusting more projects to them. In fact, we are working on several titles directed by people other than myself, he added. I think we will be able to show you a different color of direction for From Software, so please look forward to it. In the same interview, Miyazaki claimed he had already started early work on the next game project, which he will direct. He writes, or he says, quote, as a director, I'm already working on the next title, end quote, he said. <laughs> quote, in the medium to long term, I like to work on a more abstract fantasy than past mm-hmm. titles. He continued, looks- in the process of creating action RPG fantasy titles, including Elden Ring, I've continued to accumulate ideas and images of fantasy that don't fit into that format. And I like to bring them all together somewhere and get them out, end quote. Mm. That is really exciting to me. Yes, there's a lot. There's a lot to be excited about and sort of maybe a little intrigued about. So yeah. let's start with the multiple projects first, right? There's... Uh, we obviously knew that when Elden Ring was in development, I'm sorry, Sekiro and Elden Ring were development at the same time. So we always knew that they had at least those two teams. Um, in the past, in, in previous interviews, that they said that they had three and a half games that they're working wow. on, with the half being the, the VR title for yeah. PSVR. Um, so we, we've known that they've had multiple teams. It sounds like from this interview that they've expanded even further <laughs> and they have these multiple projects. I'm assuming at, at least three projects in the works right now. Right. Yeah. So armored core was r- rumored a few months back. Mm-hmm. That could be one of them. But what are your guys' thoughts? What's what, what do you, what do you think these three projects are? Are they any returning uh, franchises? What are they, Kevin? We all want bloodborne. All of us. <laughs> Everyone wants bloodborne too, or remaster at this point. Like we'll take what we can get. But um, actually my first, thought goes to his hiring process because obviously dark souls two is the one that most people think about the most when it comes to things that weren't directed by Miyazaki himself. Um, and I wonder if that feedback, cause again, dark souls two people give it a bad rap. I thought it was a good game. It just felt different because it wasn't directed by him. Um, and so my first thought is, uh, you know, what does the hiring process look like? Like, he's like, are you good at creating creative ways to torture people? Yes, you're hired. Do you think of things in a depressing and dark ways? (laughs) Does every game that you conceptualize in your head uh, have to be horribly sad? 
Yes, does great. Do, yeah. Does the game that you're thinking of have a poison swamp level? <laughs> He's all. It should. It's, it was a trick question. <laughs> it does. Um, but uh, no, it, but it makes me laugh because I, I was thinking that um, if they are going to hand off more things to different directors, we are likely to see obviously a more unique approach, I guess. That's maybe less like Miyazaki and a little more to the individual that's uh, directing it. Um, and that kind of is exciting a little, it makes me a little bit weary as a souls fan. Uh, but I am excited to see the newer color he speaks of, uh, obviously when he mentions abstract fantasy and him wanting to put a bunch of his new ideas into a game, uh, my first thought goes to, he's obviously working on elder scrolls six. Hey, I mean, right. They, they did Kingsfield the way back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, 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 just kidding. But um, no, I am excited to see the different flavors because we've we've often talked about that. What would, uh, you know, the next iteration of Souls games look like if it wasn't all completely bleak, depressing, and swords? You know, what if it's a sci-fi game? I don't know. Space, bitches. Space, bitches. <laughs> yeah, the, the thing that I really got excited about is that he has these abstract fantasy ideas that don't quite fit into those worlds. And yeah, I'm kind of that, curious what that is. That level of creativity to me is what sort of spawned the, like the Bloodborns, for instance, yeah. where you got this Lovecraftian uh, thing yeah. that, that to me is yeah. a more interesting. The reason people mm. say that they find Bloodborne cooler or the lore better is that that world does feel a little bit more, unique and interesting yeah. mm -hmm. and uh rich then it was out of left field then yeah. then then, <laughs> yeah. then sort of the dark fantasy stuff that we're that we've seen so much of across the three dark souls games and uh, and elven yeah. ring so that to me gets me like really excited where it's like how do you break away from like the norms of like knight in armor dragon to like something sort of like new and fresh and unique and like yeah that that is like we've talked about what we want miyazaki to work on next and we've said we're getting like, vampires <laughs> and we said we said like elden ring 2 like it makes sense financially like just write them a blank yeah. check and elden ring 2 makes sense but that <laughs> to me that feels like probably like that or like a you know dark soul sequel or whatever feels like the most the least exciting thing to me yeah because like elden ring yeah. is so massive we've gotten such a big portion already that it would be interesting for something new or bloodborne too jeremy what yeah. do you think you think that they could be like working on a expansion to Elden Ring? I mean, it's like it, it obviously it's it's sold a bunch, uh, well yeah. received. Oh, oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, they're definitely in DLC. Yeah, and yeah, I think you know when we talk about kind of like I don't know if it, if those leaks were reliable, right? But there were like kind of like these screen caps of them kind of having i don't know whether it was marketing materials or kind of like for like um, uh, testing um armored core mm -hmm. which i mean i would totally be up for seeing as Low that was core, yeah. yeah those were armored core was kind of like a game that i used to play a lot when um on on playstation one uh it, it was one of the ones that kept me kind of like invested for a couple months just building the various types yeah. of like mechs <laughs> um because then yeah you you had that and then you had mech warrior right and then oh, uh, man, you know unfortunately so i i haven't like like continued that after like two but i i would be like ready to go back um 
into like yeah like this kind of world uh as, as i think the Sekiro team is is like would be a great team uh like yeah they've obviously proven how great they are at action and combats to do mm -hmm. this like fast-paced uh mech combat and yeah. it, it would be refreshing it's probably like not the most exciting thing for like that franchise itself or mech warrior yeah. yeah i'll be honest with you guys i'm it's just not the most exciting thing for me um yeah personally like a, a like a shooter yeah. but i you know i i i trust that team i i, I, tr I trust that developer yeah i know it won't be like this but you know obviously i you, I, I think zone of enders is one of the best kind of like mecha games like out there yeah. not yeah. in your traditional sense of like hey you know you get to kind of like customize the parts of your mech but just in terms of like you know how that game felt and, and like played was just absolutely kind of like amazing like it it was kind of like one of those games where it's just like i feel like i'm like playing a gundam game like <laughs> yeah that's what i was gonna bring up is i was yeah. gonna ask if you guys played the gundam game i remember unlocking all the different gundams yeah was my just absolute favorite part uh unlocking the ones that you don't normally get to play as sorry that's besides the point i think yeah. we're all excited about the elden ring battle royale with new dance emotes <laughs> um you mean uh, the DLC. elden ring yeah the the elden ring uh bloodborne collaboration with Fortnite. yeah 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 i can't wait to see that it's gonna be great <laughs> I think so. I think Armored Core, you know, again, if those rumors are correct, it's, it's probably a safe bet. Elden Ring DLC is probably yeah. a, a safe and then, bet. And that DLC, is, by the way, is going to be is. nuts because yes. apparently that, that's when they go nuts. And every single time, Bloodborne, yes. Dark Souls 1 through 3, I was going to say uh, Elden yeah. Ring. Sekiro didn't get one. I can't wait to get back like, into it. <laughs> Yeah, the trajectory is always like the DLC has some of the best like boss encounters and yes. things like that. Like, like imagine the most imaginative environments and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm hopeful that they'll just go absolutely apeshit on Elden Ring DLC, and that's <laughs> hopefully a um, 2023. I think yeah. probably gonna be a 2023 uh, game. I, I think some people were hopeful that it launched in the same year. I don't think so. Yeah. I think we talked about it, but like Arturius, right? Like that was DLC, like one of the best pieces of lore Amazing. in Dark Souls. Yeah, Amazing. Dark Souls. Um, Bloodborne. I mean, Ludwig. Uh, I mean, he's mentioned in in Bloodborne, but like the actual battle and yeah. I mean, so I mean, yeah. If we stick to like the three titles, right? Like or two and a half titles, I, I think we've kind of like named them, right? Like one of them has to be whatever Miyazaki's working on, and then the you know Elden Ring um, DLC or expansion and then plus the uh rumored like mech game yeah and i'm that like that's probably like the safe conservative sort of assumptions yeah. right yeah. assumptions is all they are at this point mm. um but kingsfield like, metaquest game incoming that would be Ooh. so much fun a kingsfield metaquest game first person i mean yeah they got they awards. got <laughs> they got experience in there but we won't Kings hope that maybe like it's like okay, you know what? PlayStation's been trying to do something with Bloodborne for a really, really long time. The ten-year anniversary is coming up, or whatever. Can you believe that? I guess. Well, I mean, in I three years, it, it'll, in three years, it'll be, or just under three years, it'll be the ten-year yeah. anniversary. It's just like, enough time by, for him to do it. By <laughs> then, I don't know some sort of remake, some sort of sequel. Yeah. By then, I I don't know. Sony should just like, like re. I mean, that's not to say that they haven't done it already, but reinvest into their japan studios and just like have have someone from from software just be a creative like director or producer on and make make their own like souls like 
Yeah. So good. So good. Continuation of Bloodborne or or Demon or Demon Souls. They technically own that IP, right? Or 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 have you know have you know half that half team or like a smaller team of collaborators collaborate with like Blue Point, you know, and yeah, or or you know. I don't know if they'll go back like what you're saying, saying Jimmy. It sounds amazing. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that team has shifted so much towards like team uh Asobi. Yeah. Is it is it yeah. Asobi or Asobo? No, Asobi. Asobo <laughs> is the uh Lake Tail. Yeah. But I mean, like, like PlayStation, like if they invested in a Sony studio that can also do like the 2.5D stuff, like you could have like a you know, like a properly or somewhat budgeted like Ark the Lad or any kind of mm-hmm. like RP one of their legacy like RPG series. Anyways, but that is beside. <laughs> yeah, that that would be the move instead of trying to do like a half baked like AAA yeah. sort of game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really I'm just really excited about any, anything they obviously do. Um, yes. I'll probably be all over Armored Core even though I'm like less into like the Vanquishes and those kinds of like that sort of gameplay. Yeah um zone of enders i think the aesthetic is like really cool never like i i didn't get a whole like very far in them didn't get too into them second but, runner bro ah so the, good is that the one is that well there's zone of enders I, one which is okay yeah you know that i, I didn't play i didn't play one i played i only played the second runner second runner is so good compared to one that is like the yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. um boys that about wraps up our show time to say our goodbyes goodbye farewell once and for all are we we, we singing (laughs) i thought we were singing the out of the box song (laughs) 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 or we could go classic and be like closing time oh my gosh i've been on so long do it I'll, I'll like provide like the bass or something. That's yeah. literally uh, the only part of the song that I know outside of the I know who I want, want to, take to take me home. Me home. Yeah. <laughs> take so me good. home. <laughs> you don't have to go home. You can't stay here. Yeah. <laughs> so Friends. Good. Yep. Any uh anytime you guys have ever engaged with us, not you, Kevin. I'm, I'm, I'm addressing the audience here. <laughs> Addressing the audience here. Y'all, yes. <laughs> Anytime you've engaged with us, sent us in a question, listened to our show, um, interacted with us in any way, or just enjoyed what we're doing here. Thank you so much. It's been a really, really, really fun season. And um, honestly, couldn't do it without obviously an audience to 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 send this to. So um <laughs> really appreciate you guys. Uh, we do this for y'all, and uh, we hope to come back soon and uh just record record some more episodes maybe on a regular basis we love you finger hearts you know about that life you're the jaguar king i know the jaguar army does this jeremy finger hearts um guys any um kevin any um closing thoughts or um if not then where can people continue to communicate with you yeah. Yeah. No, I echo what you, uh, what you just said. I, I I've said it multiple times, but I'll say it again. I love the community we've built. I love the friends we've made along the way. Uh, this has it been is. so much fun. It's been exciting to engage with not only you guys, but, uh, but the community and, uh, and, and, you know, newcomers and, and friends alike. So, uh, I look forward to continuing to do it, but until then you guys can find me at 
on Twitter, sorry, at Kevin from NXS. Jeremy Ring. It was about the friends that we've made along the way. And the power of friendship. And being a a hero. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I mean, it's been absolutely a a fantastic journey. Um, You you know, if you told me that I would tune in uh, to my Twitter feed, um, almost on a daily basis. I wouldn't have <laughs> believed you a couple of years back, but yeah, it's sorry. all, it's all possible. <laughs> thanks to the, uh, you know, the Twitter gaming oh, fam, friendship. um, and you know, yeah, you, the listeners, uh, but yeah, I mean, just look out, um, you know, for, for the odd episode here and there, um, until we fully come back and it's been a pleasure and you can find me and my thoughts or lack of thoughts at NXS Jeremy. I can't remember your actual, like, uh, you, you reply and like tweets and stuff. I can't remember your actual tweet tweet unless it's you yeah. just falling off of the radar entirely where they just don't even appear. I I was, you know, after finishing Life is Strange, True Colors last night, I was about to tweet about it. Um, felt so strongly after Should've. that game. It was <laughs> such a great game. Should've. I was going to do that. But I didn't have my, you know, my screen, screen cap all set up yet. <laughs> Friends. It's been super real. We'll catch y'all next time. Bye. 